This is Dave, and I'm here with Ethan and special guests, Amy Carter and Alexis Adams. And together we are Dave and Ethan's 2000-inch Weird Al podcast, Ridiculously Self-Indulgent, bonus episode 32 centimeter. On this spoilerific bonus episode, we review the August 7th show in Lancaster, Pennsylvania at the American Music Theater from Weird Al's 2022, The Unfortunate Return of the Ridiculously Self-Indulgent, Ill-Advised Vanity Tour. It's Dave and Ethan's 2,000-inch Weird Al Podcast. It's a podcast about Weird Al. It's Dave and Ethan's 2,000-inch Weird Al Podcast. Seriously, the whole podcast is about Weird Al. Dave and Ethan's 2,000-inch Weird Al Podcast. You don't have to listen, but we're glad you are. Dave and Ethan's 2,000-inch Weird Al Podcast. Welcome, Amy, and welcome back, Alexis. Thanks for joining us today. You're welcome. Oh, hello, hello. <laughs> <laughs> it's, uh, we're in my hotel room again. Uh, we're still in Amish country. And, and um, I just want to really quickly just tell a story about, I think we met Amy back, it was in Hershey Park in 1999. It was 2000. Oh, I was wrong. When you say we, you mean the royal we, because I was not there. Yeah, Amy Amy (laughs) and myself, yeah. So Amy's been a a Weird Al fan. How long have you been a Weird Al fan? Well, I started in, in high school as just a casual fan, but I became a hardcore fan. It was in 1999 when I saw him okay. in D.C. and met him, and then the following summer, in 2000, I joined joined the gang. Awesome. Nice. <laughs> so you're from, like, the Maryland area? Yeah. I um, lived in Annapolis for, like, 15 years, but now I live further south. Oh, wow. So you came all the way from Maryland to... I did. I, well, I came from uh, St. Mary's County, which is like the southernmost tip of Maryland, and I drove up to Lancaster for the for the weekend to go to both shows. Nice. Oh, wow. So we've wow. got like a whole bunch of states and, represented here. So <laughs> uh, I know Alexis has been to a bunch of this tour. Are these the first two you hit on this tour? Uh, no, this is... No, I'm talking to Amy. Oh, oh sorry. <laughs> I heard my name, sorry. Alexis, we know you. This You've been on the podcast a whole bunch. Sorry. <laughs> it, it is my first two for this tour, but not my last two. I'll, I'll be seeing Al in D.C. and then at Carnegie Hall. Ooh. Those are two great venues to see him in. Yeah, Dave, you'll be at both of them. I'll be at the Kennedy will, Center and I'll be in Carnegie Hall. I will also be at the Kennedy yes. Center and awesome. Carnegie Hall. So oh, my now. God. Now I'm left now out. You, now, <laughs> now I have to go to the Kennedy Center. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, that's like one of the three shows in the entire tour I'm not going to, but <laughs> I will be at Carnegie Hall. We'll, we'll see if I go to uh, D.C. They have a chandelier. Well, oh, all right. Oh, well, I got to go now. have to go. <laughs> I'll go on a date. Al's not there, just so I can turn <laughs> the chandelier. That's all I care about. <laughs> Well, Amy, it's it's great to have you join us, and Alexis. Of course, we're we're very happy to have you back. Are are you sure about that? <laughs> Absolutely sure. But we don't need to introduce you to the audience no. because they know you so well at this point. Unfortunately, uh, this is your third in a row, fourth on this tour that you're joining us. Wow! On it's in the uh, record. yeah, on the Might centimeter. Be. So, um, so Alexis. Um, uh, you've you've enjoyed joining us on the the centimeters. You, you're back. You you could have went to bed. <laughs> but I, I could have, but you know, I'm, it's it's fun. I enjoy it genuinely. So it makes it makes for good memories, good times. And we didn't tell Amy anything about what's happening, so she's just here, <laughs> without, knowing, without knowing what she's getting so I'm, into. On the fly. No, I'm she's kidding. Just... I'm kidding. Uh, so. <laughs> yes, we we have uh, we have a lot to, to have a lot go to over. start, and it starts with breakfast. There's actually a Weird Al connection. Well, before we get breakfast. to breakfast, I just want to put it out there that um, 
I decided to, I, of course, I, I choose what I think Dave's pick of the night would be. Oh. I also decided I'm going to try and guess Alexis's pick of the night now that I've had a couple <laughs> episodes with her. So I, I think I know what her tastes are. Um, so we'll see if I'm correct. So I, I have them written down. We'll get to that eventually. Okay. But first, <laughs> but first, let's talk about breakfast, Dave. Uh, this is going to be a tough one for you to, to pick mine and Alexis's yeah, pick of the night. I don't, I don't know. I don't know. I, I, you might be stumped on this one. Well, I'm I'm up for the challenge. All right. So, so breakfast, breakfast started with Amish waffles, right? Yes. <laughs> yes, I was I was the first one down to breakfast this morning, and I I texted the group chat. They had one of their griddles had like a horse and buggy that would like imprint on the waffle, and I was like, I don't even want waffles, but now I have to get one. <laughs> so that was that was awesome. Did you churn some butter for the waffles? Uh, no, it, oh. they, they had like spray butter in a can. Ew. <laughs> for like the oh for for the for the, the, the grease, but did yeah. you put butter on oh, top? No. Okay, no, just just maple syrup. <laughs> okay, <laughs> I didn't have the waffles. I don't know, but the Dave, I don't know. what? what? Oh. it takes like forever to make hotel well, waffles. It was like I didn't have like the waffles either. Seconds. <laughs> You oh. didn't come to breakfast. <laughs> I don't know what yeah, you passed Spoiler. out. And, like never. Like, I don't think we heard to you for like days. <laughs> what happened yeah, to I, you after the podcast last night? I uh, fell asleep. I forgot to set my alarm, so <laughs> I woke up at like I don't know what, like noon. Yeah, we're, we're like texting Ethan. Are you still alive? <laughs> Not answering our texts, I'm ready to call out the uh, security to come up and do a welfare <laughs> check. On welfare check. <laughs> like when I was in Vegas. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so, uh, I, yeah, I, I don't know, breakfast wasn't great here. I mean, you didn't miss much. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you don't come to this place for breakfast, apparently. Right. <laughs> the Comfort Inn Amish Paradise. Well, the, I'm jealous of the of the waffles, but so I did wake up eventually. Uh, <laughs> spoiler alert! Spoiler. <laughs> I did not have breakfast, but uh, I did have a great lunch. Oh, we did. Yes, you and I went to lunch with our good friend Jeremy Samples. Yes, we headed we, off to this place called Your Place. Yes, it wasn't actually your place. It wasn't my place. It wasn't my place. It wasn't your place. It was your place. It was your place. Yeah. And we actually learned about your place. Uh, it was on our concert ticket. Oh. And um, at least one of really? my concert tickets, it said, come to your place and get 15% off. And the coupon expired back in April. <laughs> <laughs> Despite this concert being in August. Well, it's funny. <laughs> oh, man, now you're making me sad because uh, when I got my concert tickets, there was uh, something like, $2 off of Good and Plenty, which I'm still sad. On your can... actual tickets? Yeah. Oh, wow. Oh. So, uh, I, but of course that place closed before I got to You should have called up the owners and be like, I want my $2. I, but no, I didn't even know that you, that this, there was a discount on there because I was trying to find a place. Because I, I don't know what happened to you because you were passed out. I was trying to find a place and Jeremy really didn't care. He was up for anything. So I was trying to find a place that was kind of centrally located between the two of us because Jeremy was south and we're north of Lancaster. Oh, okay. And so I just picked this place randomly. I had no idea it was on a concert ticket until I got there and Jeremy's like, I got a 15% off coupon. <laughs> but it expired, it expired in April. <laughs> in April. And then the woman's like, 
He's like, can we still use it? And the waitress is like, I don't know. I have to call my manager. She's like, I've never seen that before. And <laughs> I have to imagine there's a lot of concert tickets because mine had it on there. Um, you know, I'm, I'm, it expired in April, so I have to assume it was out there before now. Um, we bought our tickets, what, in December? Uh, yeah, um, I don't know. And, uh, yeah, so she's like, I have to ask the ma- my manager. And she, like, takes Jeremy's ticket into the back. And then she never came back with his ticket. <laughs> she just, like, came out and took our order. And he's like, uh, did you ask the manager? She's like, yeah. Uh, uh, well, we're just going to give you 15% off. And he's like, great. Can I have my ticket back? She's like, oh, I threw it out. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, what? <laughs> Luckily, it was his last night's ticket. It was not the one from tonight. <laughs> well, that's kind of weird. You just throw out someone's concert ticket. I mean, yeah. It's not a weird thing. Like, a lot of people collect concert tickets. So yeah, it's not there, like there's a, a weird thing, yeah. People sell them on eBay, too, for, like, ridiculous I, Yeah, I see money. that sometimes. Well, maybe. Well, Jeremy did, so, Jeremy did eventually get it back. Uh, and he, but she he had to said, pull it out said, of the garbage. Yeah, he said, <laughs> don't worry, it's been sanitized. Uh, it's, been, it's, been, it's been protected. It's been cleaned. But yeah, yeah, he had a bleach wipe, and he, like, he rubbed it down real good. <laughs> but, yeah, so... Uh, the food there was actually pretty good. I was blown away. I mean, it, it didn't seem like it was going to be anything special. And I got some fries and a salad, and it was, like, one of the best salads I've ever wow. had. Yeah, I, uh, I got an antipasta salad. And it was all as pretty as can be. Like, the meat they came out. Is oh, yeah. It was, like, I was all rolled up. Yeah. I feel like the waitress almost implied that she made your salad. Did I, I <laughs> well, if she did, then she's like multitasking like crazy there because she did come out and she's like, "I'm sorry that like that like I'm running back and forth and doing everything because I'm also tending the bar and I'm like the only person here. I think she was in the back <laughs> oh, cooking no. the food. I don't know. I didn't even see a bar. And <laughs> I, <laughs> it was, uh, but it was great. It was it was great to uh, to see Jeremy and oh, yeah. uh, that was so much um, fun. Uh, chat with him and you know he's he's been to. You know, the most number of shows after me this tour. Uh, <laughs> I still next, can't believe we, you've been to more shows than him this tour. Well, it's, you know, it's it's like... Uh, that just doesn't seem right. Well, it, it'll change in, in like <laughs> a couple shows. I'm sure it will. <laughs> He'll take his rightful place as the most number of concerts. But, um, no, it's, it's, it was always great to see him. And so, um, actually, when we were there, they had a little, like, uh, display rack with rack cards about places locally. Um, and one... Uh, caught my eye because it, it, it had a monk like a pink uh, gorilla on it, and um, it's it said um, what was it called? I, oh, I blank uh, it. Go and go and bananas, and um, on the back they are listing the different things they have, and one of them was their bumper cars, and the description said drive like crazy. I was like, all right, this is a sign from <laughs> you know the weird Al gods that we have to go there, you know, because she drives like crazy. Drives like crazy. And um, uh, so we we went there. Yeah, so uh, we went back, picked up Alexis and Jackie, and uh, headed off to Bananarama, whatever this place was. <laughs> what was it called? Going Bananas. Going Bananas. Going Bananas. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, and uh, it's kind of, I guess... It's probably a local place, but it reminded me more kind of like a really scaled down, like Dave and Buster's. Like you kind of, well, well, I guess uh, not, not because there was there like, was a I don't know if this was a chain, but there was a place. It's kind of like a Chuck E. Cheese, but there was like uh, there was like things, other activities yeah, in addition it wasn't to just, just yeah video arcade. games. It, I don't. It, was, it worked. I guess I guess what I was going. It worked like a Dave and Buster's where you had to buy a card and right and yeah, throw yeah. You had to swipe on card. it, and then you had to swipe it for the things you wanted to do. And I guess we. 
we walked up and we're like, we don't know what's happening. So we explained we wanted to play laser tag and do some bowling. They had a little, like, tiny like, little bowling. Like, <laughs> yeah. ha- like half size, five frame, yeah. ten, like, duck pin bowling. These, yeah. yeah, these little, uh, like, what, the size of a grapefruit the balls were? Yeah, maybe? yeah. That, yeah, that's a uh, can- oh, candle pin. It was, yeah. No, it was duck. It was duck pin bowling. Duck pin. Yeah, duck pin. Yeah. Duck pin. yeah. Well, so we, what we did first was we did uh, laser oh, tag. Laser tag. Yeah. And Dave and I were on the blue team. Blue team. And then Alexis and Jackie were on the red team. And there was another group of uh, people that were in there with us. And they also, I think it was four of them, and they split up two and two as well. I don't know if they were together or not. But, um, yeah, they we... Seem, they, they seem to be out for each other. We so. got uh, two ladies on our team and then two guys on the other team. Right. So um, we... Uh, Spoiler alert, Dave and I won. Boo! Our team did come in first place. That's right. Boo. And I was the highest ranking member wow. on our team. Because you cheated. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how you but can cheat. They- <laughs> you know, skill is not cheating. But yeah, so it, you, you camped me in the corner. What? <laughs> <laughs> Just, you got plenty of shots at me too. I, okay, <laughs> it was a lot more fun than I thought it was going to be. It was, yeah, it was it a was. lot of fun, and just, yeah. just, I mean, it was just a, it was fun running around. It was a lot more intense than I thought it was going to be. I was like really getting into it. I'm yeah. like, this is just for fun. I'm not like dying when I, I get think hit the or four of us though were like the only adults. I think <laughs> the rest were like kids and we're teenagers. Like, yeah, teenagers. yeah, they were they were teen, teenagerish. Yeah. And they and they, like a six year old. Right, they <laughs> were like crushed us. By the way, right, she was. Incredible. <laughs> yeah, the little kid uh, kept shooting me, and then I'd shoot him back. And I guess he was like uh, giving Jackie like orders. He's like, "All right, follow me, and I'll, I'll do the cover." <laughs> right? Because one, one of the one of the girls on our team kind of took me under her wing as well. Because I mean, I had no idea what I was doing. <laughs> she said, follow me up here, going, 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 going. So I was follow. I was like. Following her around, taking orders. Go up, 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 down, down. <laughs> Two-level course. It was fun. It was definitely worth doing. Well, the moral of the story is now we want to have a Dave and Ethan's 2003 <laughs> yes. Weird podcast laser tag tournament. Yes. So. Uh, at my suggestion. That's yes. A, that's an Alexis that's suggestion. That's an Alexis. It's Alexis. Where's our, where's our, where's our theme song? Suggestion. Where's our theme Come on, song? Zeb. We don't have one for Alexis. Zeb, Zeb. needs to make me one. Zeb. <laughs> <laughs> Alexis is <laughs> suggestion. <laughs> suggestion. <laughs> oh! <laughs> All right, I have to open a Coke Zero, and then we'll talk about bowling. Don't let it. Hopefully, it doesn't explode. <laughs> oh. That was horrible sounding. <laughs> and bowling, yes. Yeah, so bowling, bowling. Actually, I had a lot of fun doing that too. And uh, there were four lanes, so we each took a lane. It's very small. Um, and you had the option for bumpers or no bumpers. I went with bumpers. Uh, <laughs> I didn't have bumpers. I'm a coward. <laughs> and I still came in last place. So <laughs> if I didn't have bumpers, I probably would have had a zero point zero as a score. Um, but uh, I was okay losing coming in last place because I did win uh, the laser tag. So, so I know I, my strengths. I have your score, Ethan, as 38. Is that correct? Uh, or were you the whatever, 46? I was a 46. Whatever was yeah. the lowest was mine. Too. So you, were, you were 38, and I don't see any marks. I don't. Doesn't look like you even knocked. I got no spares. No spares I got strikes. no strikes. Looks Dave. like Alexis got a spare, 46. Yeah. Okay. Jackie had. Ooh, she had a strike, and uh, she got 52. And then it came down to me, and I'm so happy. So going the wrong way. Wait. 
<laughs> I'm so happy I actually got a spare and a strike. And at the end, I knocked it out. Knocked out. Was, needed two pins to pass Jackie. I did. I got 54 total. <laughs> That's 27 times two. It's a number. You did that on and purpose. I did it. I did it on purpose. Only five five frames. 54. I was the champion. Woohoo! Dave is the champion. Well, uh... And then, unfortunately, we had to leave, so Alexis didn't get to be the champion of anything. No. <laughs> Sorry, Alexis. That's okay. <laughs> you're, but, you're the champion in our hearts. Oh, thank you. I appreciate it. Yeah. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> well, okay, so we were there, um, and then the next part of the story involves Amy. Amy, what were you doing today? I went to um, Hershey. and, and I, Oh! Yeah, I went to the museum, and I learned about Milton Hershey, and then I, I did this awesome thing where... You, you pay for a flight of chocolate. Mm. Yeah. How and cool. It's very cool because it's it's chocolate as it would taste in other countries. Oh. Yeah. And I think they're trying to point out probably how much better Hershey's chocolate is than everyone else. But that doesn't matter because... Um, yeah. <laughs> because chocolate. <laughs> yeah, but, yeah, but, but you know, it started with uh, Tanzanian chocolate. And it was kind of bitter, wow. but also sort of fruity. And then it was, I, I don't know, like Costa Rican or something, and Mexican. And there were six wow. of them, and I just, I had the time of my life drinking all these chocolates. We and love that for you, Amy. Yeah. Love that. Yeah. yeah. That sounds amazing. It was amazing. And then I went to Chocolate World hoping I could buy some of these chocolates. That yes. They, they had me taste. And I've never been in a place where so many people will just walk right into you if you don't shout at them before they oh. Because they're not paying attention. And <laughs> Are they all like drunk on chocolate? Chocoholics. Yeah. 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 So chocolate it, zombies. That was an awful place. I, I got out of there oh, as fast yeah. as I could. But I, I made a purchase while I was there. You did. Yeah. Is that what's right here? That's what's right here. You what ever tried this yet? Did you not see it? I saw it. I, I've I've had that before. Those oh. are wonderfully they're tasty. They're very good. Yes. Yeah, and, and they relate to a Weird Al thing, which we'll get into. Oh, I guess we should tell people what they are, yeah. since I can't see it. <laughs> right. Well, we can see it, Dave. <laughs> well, so hold they don't... it up to the imaginary camera. <laughs> yeah, can you... hold, it up, hold it up to the microphone right, so everyone can see it with their ears. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> the ASMR crinkle the bag. Yes, <laughs> do it, Dave. So it's a, it's a limited summertime edition. Ooh, that's nice. It's ice cream inspired, which is appropriate for us. Yes. We love our ice cream. Hershey Kisses Strawberry Ice Cream Cone brand. Flavored. Flavored. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Strawberry flavored cream and cookies with, oh, oh man, they are really good. I had a bunch of them. Like little bits of candy in them. Yeah, a little yeah. crunchy. Well, I mean, yeah. the whole thing is They're candy, Hershey, but, they're but Hershey like Kisses. They're Hershey Kisses. candy little bits, crunchy bits. They're, they look they like. They've opened it in front of the oh, mic probably. so they can hear the crinkles. The crinkle, crinkle. I'm opening one now. It, it's, I want you to bite into it kiss. so they can hear it. Oh, no. Oh, Dave dropped it on the hotel floor. <laughs> no, I did not. Five second rule. It's fine. It's still good. It's a Hershey kiss, but Run it's it pink. Run under the sink. And I'm eating it now. It's delicious. And it tastes It tastes like... It's got know, a very strong strawberry it like, smell. It, ta- it, it does smell. It smells great. It tastes like... And this is going to be important later. It tastes like strawberry quick. Mmm. And, and even... Mm. And we went... To, oh, so we're, we're really jumping ahead now. Um, but... Adrian was also with us at. We haven't gone through everybody's at. at no, we didn't even us. go we there didn't even yet. Start yet? <laughs> Spoiler. So we we went to have lunch at Red Robin. No dinner. Dinner. Oh, it was my lunch. <laughs> <laughs> you guys were having dinner. I was having lunch. I had breakfast at your place. <laughs> well, I'm, I'm mentioning Adrian. Adrian is agreeing with me that it tasted like strawberry quick. So that's going to be important later. Okay. 
Now can we talk about Red yeah. Robin? <laughs> we went to Red Robin. <laughs> do we have a list of who went? I'm, yes, I'm, we do. Okay. I know there was 12 of us total. Yeah, so after yesterday's fiasco, if anyone listened to the last episode, remember that we tried to get a group together and go to, I don't remember where we went, some tap room or something. Yeah, and, Lancaster tap room or something. And uh, there was like this fiasco about, oh my gosh, we don't have, we can't seat you people together. And we ended up splitting and it, like we ended up like getting to the venue. Waiting 45, 45 minutes. minutes. And, oh. so, so I'm like, all right, we're going to do something smart today. We're going to have uh, Jackie call and make reservations for a group of what well, at the time I thought was 10. <laughs> which, which, uh, which, so she's like, great, I can do that. And uh, so she calls them, and they're like, we don't take reservations. So we're like, okay, great. Uh, now what do we do? And they, and we can't give you an estimate of how much time it's, you know, a group of 10 would, would be seated at 5 o'clock on right. a Sunday. So like, okay. Thanks for your help. Thanks for your help. <laughs> but, well, we've already told them we're going here. It's 5 o'clock. The show doesn't really start till 7.30. That does give us a cushion. It's yeah, a lot and it's of, very close to the venue. Yeah, it's like three minutes from the venue. So... We still decided to go ahead and we just was like, all right, whoever gets there first, just put in, just say, there's 10 of us here. And, uh, yeah, so I think we got there we first. We got there first. We did, yeah. yeah. And we rolled in, and it's like 4.45. We roll in, and like the parking lot is like empty. There's like, we're like the only people right. in there. So, like, I don't think we're going to have a tr- trouble. We walk in, and the guy's like, yeah, I need 15 minutes to get a table set up for you guys. Right. We're like, that's not a problem because no one's going to be here for another 15 minutes. So there was no, there was barely, barely, barely no wait. And by the time everybody got there, yeah, it was, we, it we was were fine. Seated. It was, yeah, it wasn't it was, a problem. It was, it was so much more pleasant. And we were waiting inside, not like out in the 100 degree <laughs> yeah, weather. Yeah, that was gross. <laughs> so much more better experience today with dinner. And but yeah, so the, the group that, that was there, uh, our good friend Nancy, Mike Minnick, Alexis, of course, Jackie, Ann and Adrian, me, Amy, of course, uh, Ethan, you were there. Oh, yeah. And uh, we were then later joined by uh, three other Mike Very Lester special Katz, guests. Yeah. Mike Lester Katz. And Mike brought with him uh, Jerry Samuels and Bobby Samuels. And so they, uh, if the name sounds familiar, uh, because you're listening to this in the future, uh, we did interview them for the podcast. Yeah. As of the recording of this, it has not aired yet. Uh, but Jerry and Bobby... Um, we're on our podcast because Jerry is also known by the stage name Napoleon the Fourteenth, and he is the brilliant uh, musician behind "They're Coming to Take Me Away," haha, which oh, is yeah. the like one of the most iconic yeah. novelty songs of all time. Oh yeah, easily recognizable. If you're listening to our podcast, you definitely know this song. I mean, You've heard it. Al song, You've heard you definitely it. Know it. You know, it's, it's a mainstay on Dr. Demento. It's on Dr. Demento compilation albums. It's it's probably one of the most requested Dr. Demento songs of all time. It's got to be up there. I, re- I may have heard that song before I ever heard Weird Al. I'm sure. Yeah. 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 It, it, the, the monkeys actually sampled it in Go to Buy Me a Dog. Really? At one point, Davey kind of like breaks into, they're coming to take me away. Wow. Yeah. Oh, wow. The monkeys covered it. I mean, yeah. this is an iconic song. <laughs> yeah, and Kanye West, we learn in the uh, interview, he talks about Kanye West using a sample and um, and how that went down. And that, that, We'll save Ooh. that for the interview, but that's a really interesting story. But, yeah, what a pleasant surprise to get joined by such 
royalty. Dement, demented, ro- yes. demented, demented music royalty. <laughs> it was in, it great, and and oh geez, and and let me tell you, Jerry is such a character. He was a he riot. Was ex- he was a riot. He does in stitches. He was, <laughs> he was he was going over to other tables, introducing himself. Well, yeah. So, well, so he, he was actually sitting to my right. And um, he was asking me how many people are at this table. He's like, do these people know who I am? I'm like, yes, they do. Everybody knows who you are. (laughs) And he does not like any sort of, like, acknowledgement of how, you know, important he is to the comedy music and and comedy and and music. And um, so I was like, yeah, we're honored to have you here. He's like, oh, no, 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 don't say that. Don't say that. No, you're not. uh, I'm just a person. I take a poop just like you guys. (laughs) (laughs) He did, right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and, uh, that, was, that was funny. So he was, like, trying to count how many people were at our table, and I was telling him, you know, we're all aware of who he is. We're all aware of his music. We're all Weird Al fans. We're all going to the show. And he's like, uh, well, who's that guy? And he pointed to a guy with a green shirt. And I'm like, I don't know. He's he's not part of our group. And he's like, like he's, like, kind of making some moves. And I was like, are you going to go talk to him? He's like, yes. <laughs> 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 and he got up and went over. Yeah, and talked to him. And I didn't hear the conversation, but. <laughs> yeah, so, yeah, he just came over and I was just talking to the guy and mentioned who he was and had he heard the song. And they had heard the song, you know. And so it was, it was, it was interesting. They were, I don't know if they. They believed that <laughs> right. that Jerry was who he said he was, but he was. So they got treated to a celebrity. It was that's so cool. Yeah, it was. Uh, it was such a great experience, and uh, um, it was an honestly, it was an honor. Yeah. It oh, was. Yeah, it was cool, and yeah, it was great. It was a great group of people we had dinner with today. You know, it was really fun. Yeah, a yeah. lot of awesome. fun. That was great. Uh, and great uh, yeah, yeah. So we we finished up. I think right around seven o'clock. Or maybe it was like yeah. a, like, by the time we left, it was like seven. It was like five or ten past. Yeah, five. Yeah, and we so we needed to get over to the venue. And if you remember last the previous night, we, like as we we're pulling in, the lot full <laughs> sign came on. <laughs> uh, so this is this is this is a mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <clears throat> this is. Uh, this is. <laughs> this is. Wait, wait, wait! Not yet, not yet, not yet, not yet, not yet. Not yet not, oh, no. it's not, not yet. Dave's pick of the night, <laughs> Frank. No, it's not. The Inverted Frank hit that. The lot full is definitely not Dave's pick of the night. <laughs> <laughs> Spoiler alert! Hope you didn't write that down on I your did. sheet of paper. <laughs> no, so. So the so my my brilliant idea is well rather than last time we did a tour of the parking lot we went in the lot we went around and and uh, ended up having to park at Panera I just said I'm going to pull into the Cracker Barrel parking lot and just park there I'm not gonna <laughs> not gonna do this not tour gonna of mess the around lot. not gonna I'm wait like, I'm gonna cut out the middleman we already got the tour of the, the parking <laughs> factory lot. direct to you parking spot <laughs> and it turned out that it was well because right as uh, after we had parked and we're getting ready to cross the street to go into the 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 parking lot of the uh, American Music Theater. Did we ever mention we're in the American Music Theater in Lancaster, Pennsylvania? We are. I think we did in the intro. Okay. Amish, parad- Amish country, same place we were last night. Listen to that episode. you hear all about it. Um, <laughs> so, well, Spit I'm, it out, Dave. I don't know what you're talking about anymore. <laughs> so, <laughs> we're carrying across the street, and one of the, one of the things is like, 
we were trying to do is get a picture of the sign that has Weird Al's name on it. Yeah, I don't and, know if we mentioned last night after the show. We're like, oh, we, we forgot to get a picture. And we ran over and it had something else being yes. advertised. So we're like, we see it as we're driving. We're like, oh, great. It's up there tonight. We're going to take a picture. By the time <laughs> we got to the sign, the sign has switched over to Lot Full. <laughs> so I'm like, Lot Full? I like that band. At least we're going to see a cool band tonight. So Dave and I took a picture of the Lot Full sign. But, my suggest- <laughs> but they were still letting people turn into the lot, even though the signs had Lot Full. Now, part of the reason is probably because there are handicapped people that need they need the handicapped spots, or there are people that might just be like Ubers or Lyfts or whatever, just dropping people off, or friends just dropping somebody off in front of the theater. So there's legitimate reasons for cars to turn in, but rather than say lot full, they should have had a sign that said, and this is where I want Frank... <laughs> <laughs> well, Frank just bumped his head. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, boy. This should have been a video podcast, because this is a good one today. (laughs) It's Dave's suggestion. My suggestion to the American Music Theater is, yes, put up the sign that says lot full, but say lot only open to handicapped and drop off only. I, I can get I can agree with that. I can Thank you. get on board with that. You're I, welcome. I think lot full kind of conveys that. Well right? no, not really, because some people might be like confused by that. Like, Alright. I'm not co signing. But they were still letting cars turn out well. I think our suggestions should be more weird out related than venue related. Unless did I have an Ethan suggestion for the will turn? You did. Did I? Okay. Well, then I'll, I'll co-sign if I did. If I did, <laughs> if I'm... This is a conditional co-sign. <laughs> yes. If I'm um, contradicting myself, then... Someone who actually listens to the episode should tell us. Yes. Please. <laughs> no, I think, yeah. I think uh, they probably could have done a better job, because I think a lot of people were confused, as we were last night, um, about that. So it turns out, I guess, that... Uh, that Adrian and Ann got there early because we were hanging back at the restaurant taking pictures with Jerry and stuff. And yeah. <laughs> so Adrian and Ann ended up parking in the uh, parking lot, but Adrian texted me a picture and said, I'm not in a real parking spot, but they told me to park here. <laughs> <laughs> as long as they told you, so, it's fine. I'm sure, I'm sure it's fine. Um, but then I was texting Adrian back and forth, and I didn't realize it, but I was standing right next to Adrian as I was texting him. Oh, really? And I had no idea. And he knew I was standing there, so he was just waiting to see how long it took. <laughs> I, I think it's also important we uh, we didn't mention, but uh, Adrian and Anne's uh, adorably cute daughter, Lucy, was not there tonight. She went home. Um, so she was not at the show tonight. Or now we just dinner. lost all our listeners. Thank yeah. you. <laughs> they only tune in for the Lucy Ethan. content. <laughs> yes. Lucy. Lucy... Went home. She drove home. Drove home. She, she drove herself home at eight years old. She's a very advanced child. <laughs> so we uh, we went in, um, and <laughs> this is kind of a, a stupid thing, but um, <laughs> you know we we know Marnie. Wait, us do a stupid thing. <laughs> Who would have thought? We know Marnie, and uh, you know we're we're friends with Marnie, and, and the, we saw the the, the uh, merchandise. Yeah, Marnie Farley is the merchandise. Um, she had posted something yesterday that said, just recounting that someone came up and to the merch booth and she said hi, and they just immediately were like, uh, they yelled at her. Um, so we were like, oh well, let's let's jokingly do that to Marnie. So 
Uh, it was, I think, Dave, Jackie, Alexis, and I, and Mike Minnick. Mike Minnick. Uh, we walked up and we just stood there silently. And Marnie went, "Hi," and we went, "We're just looking." <laughs> and then left immediately. <laughs> Which I guess legitimately happened to her uh, the night yeah. before, so she thought it was really funny. <laughs> yep. Um, and then Mike was actually buying stuff, and the, yeah, we walked away. <laughs> I gave Marnie some wooden nickels. I don't think she had seen them yet. Well, you know, I gave Al a stack of them, hoping that he would pass them out, and I guess he did not. He maybe kept all of the wooden he nickels. He kept them for himself. Oh, greedy gal. I should have told him. One's for Marnie. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Um, oh, so the, the, we mentioned, I think I mentioned this on the last podcast, that the, uh, there, there's a gift shop within the uh, American Music Theater, so I wanted, we had a couple minutes still I went in the gift shop, and there's a couple weird owl related stuff in there. There was a, a stuffed, stuffed pigs. Uh, let me be your hog. Let me be your hog. There was actually spatulas. Really? Yeah. There was, there was a whole. There's a whole. A whole city full, of them. A whole, whole <laughs> container full of spatulas, and they were like, like fancy spatulas. Ooh. Oh. Like they had like designs Cute on them spatulas. and stuff. Yeah. I so, missed those. Yeah. T- I walked in the gift shop and I was bored, so I left. <laughs> Uh, there were taco socks, which is important because, of course, Adrian's connection to tacos and talking taco radio. And taco grande. And taco grande. And uh, there was some Elvis memorabilia. And There's a whole Elvis whole section. section yeah. yeah. Our Elvis section. Is Elvis from this area or is there a connection to Elvis? Or I don't is it know, just but a good there was, I, th- I think it's just a good seller because okay. later on you'll, you pointed out to me that there were some. Uh, on the screens, there were advertisements for a whole bunch of different Elvis. Oh shows. yeah, there was like two different, two very different Elvis shows. Yeah. One was like gospel Elvis, and one was I think just like a yeah. impersonator. Yeah, I'm on I'm on the uh, a- the AMT the American Music Theater like mailing list, and I get stuff all the time. They do a whole bunch of Elvis special. I think Elvis <laughs> is just big in. Isn't uh, he from or didn't? Oh, no, he's from Tennessee. He? Okay, but, yeah. Um, <clears throat> Memphis. Yeah. So uh, we went in. And, um, Hold on, I got more to say. Ah, okay. So as we're, we're we're hanging out in the gift shop, uh, the lights start flashing. So we decided to go in. And uh, on the way in, I did run into Selmira. Oh, okay. Selmira. Oh, you know what happened? Yeah. I left the gift shop and I went to go buy drinks. <laughs> oh, that's right. And then yeah, Ethan and I went to go buy beverages at the snack bar. And uh, yeah, then we went in, and I actually got to sit down on time and. Great seats. Well, you so you were there before me. I went in the same door I went in yesterday, and I guess I was on the wrong side, like very clearly the wrong side because we were a, a much further over. Um, so the person said, "It's actually faster than you go into the other door. Just walk down all the way to the front and pass the the aisle because you're only four rows back." So they told me to walk all the way down, cross in front, and then I'd get to the seat. So um, as I was walking down, JW had already taken the stage. Yeah. Um, which I believe was 728. It was. And so JW's on the stage, and I had to walk by the front of the stage. Yep. So I walked by in such a way that I was staring at JW, making eye contact with him the whole time. <laughs> and he sort of looked at me uncomfortably while he was, uh, you know, introducing Emo. And um, by the time I sat down, I think Emo had already just, just come out. Yeah, so, well, yeah, so we were sitting... You, 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 I, and Jackie were sitting in row D uh, in, on Steve's side of the stage, uh, directly in front of Steve. And Alexis, where were you? I was in row F on the aisle and closest to the wall on Jim's side. Okay. And Amy? I was in the balcony in, in section A. I was 
like the first seat in the balcony, so there's nothing in front of me except a railing. That oh, oh that's, those great are great. Views. Yeah. Yeah. That, yeah, that's where I was last. Except night. the railing was right in front of me, so I oh. had to keep moving my head. Oh no. Okay. Well, feel free to chime in anything. Well, I sat next get. to a couple who. Um, it, it was a man and woman. And the woman had never seen Al before, and and the guy had been talking up what an owl show is like. He said, oh, there's costumes and there's, <laughs> oh, oh, no. there's a big screen with videos and, and I had to like break in and say, uh, this isn't that. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't you read your t-shirts? Literally people? every ad says. Right. Al went completely out of his way to let people know what to expect. <laughs> and people still don't listen. Nope. Yeah. That's so funny. Um, we, yeah, so- as I was sitting down, I actually saw a number of people that we know. I passed by Bob, who was in the Uh-oh. front row, and Selmyra. Yep. Uh, they were in the front row, in the, uh, right in the aisle. And then, um, as I was... Dave, you waved to me to show me, like, hey, this is where our seats are. But at the same time, the row behind you waved at me. And so I got really confused. Like, wait, <laughs> are they waving at me? And that's when I realized that uh, Michael, Bobby, and Jerry <laughs> were sitting directly behind us. I had no idea. Uh, <laughs> I just sat down. I didn't look to see who was sitting behind me. Well, I I knew because they waved at me, and I I had to figure out like, wait, <laughs> which row do I go in? Um, yeah, yeah, they were directly behind directly, us. Directly, directly behind us. Yeah, that was really cool. It was really and funny. That, yeah, and uh, so I, Ethan, I, th- I think this was a former Ethan suggestion, and and I, you missed it because you were walking past JW as he was saying it. But you know, you mentioned on the podcast that JW starts out. Our next guest is well. He said, our first, I mean, next guest is... Well, he says our, our next performer. Next act, he said, yeah. Yeah, next, next act. act. So he said first? He said first, and then he corrected himself and said next. What? Yes. So he had it correct, <laughs> no. and then he, he had it incorrect. He, f- he corrected J-W. himself. J-W. So he said it correct the first time. He's he said, the opening said, act. Our first uh, next act is da-da-da. Oh. So G-W. he took your suggestion, sort of. <laughs> I think you flustered him when you walked by. I definitely did. Because <laughs> he was in the middle of it. I just, like, made a weird face at him as I walked by. Yep. Sorry, JW. So Emo came out at 7.30. I had 7.29, but that I was still sitting down, so that could have been right. And, uh, I'll defer what to was, you. What's, uh, what's our emo status? What was emo wearing? Again? He was wearing, uh, again, the uh, that awesome Harlequin uh, gold and black outfit. Yep. And um, I didn't see any uh, beverages. No. Um, I did not either. And several bags. Had several bags. Yeah. Several bags. Yep. We Lots don't track bags. that on the podcast, but he <laughs> did have bags. <laughs> no, we... Um, uh, for the uninitiated, we talk about what's emo wearing and <laughs> is he drinking a beverage? And if so, what beverage? I don't know why we do, but it's just that's tradition, what we do. It's tradition, that's what makes it okay. <laughs> that's right. But he's wearing the bags. I mean, they were like, that's true. He's wearing, wearing the bags. That's okay. Okay. Uh, that's true. He was wearing the bags and. Uh, emo had a wonderful set. It was it was really great, and um, yep. uh, got uh, at least we stood. I saw a number of people uh, giving a standing ovation, and uh, absolutely deserved. Yeah. I saw him. I believe eight oh one was what I had for uh, end time. Is that what you had, Dave? That's what I had. Excellent. And you had 801 because you asked me what time did emo end, and I said 801. Oh, did I? <laughs> <laughs> so if you had something different, then you weren't listening. To 
So it's a short break because at 8.15, I have that uh, Bermuda came out. Yeah, and I we didn't get up or walk around, but I definitely um, – we. I turned around, said hi oh, to yeah, uh, Jerry. We saw Alexis over with um, Mike and Adrian and Anne, I believe. Yes. Is there anyone else over with, with um, you? Nancy came over for for a little bit. She came and hung out for a okay. couple minutes. I didn't. I don't think I saw Nancy at all after Red Robin. I didn't see her at the venue at all. Oh, she was. Oh well. Shh. We'll I get did. we'll get to that later. <laughs> Why I wasn't around. I did. Um, <laughs> and then. Um, yeah, did you have anything else you wanted to mention before Bermuda came out, Amy? Uh, no. <laughs> no okay. <laughs> you, know, if, you know, the the people got up and left after you told them the truth about the no, show. Okay. No, but it was kind of funny because then the guy was like, he was embarrassed because he'd been selling, you know, his girlfriend. All this. <laughs> oh, no, I'm sure it'll still be good. It'll still be. And I'm like, yes, of course it'll still be good. And, and also, but he was also impressed because he had forgotten that emo was the opening act. So oh, so yeah. he really didn't do his so research. He, didn't, no, he, was, he was terrible, but but he was really excited about emo when he remembered that he was going to be the act. And they they loved emo and they loved the show. Oh, good, good. Yeah. yeah, it's it would be hard to not love this tour, even if you're not a huge Alpha. I think it's just right. so good. Yeah. But um, yeah, so uh, as Dave, you said. Um, Bermuda came out, and as soon as just Bermuda came out, I think we all knew what we were going to hear. Yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, if you've been listening to this podcast, if you've seen the show, you kind of know that, that when Bermuda comes out alone and sits down, and then later is followed by the rest of starts <laughs> drumming. And I, I, I don't know if you guys picked this up, but I felt like there's sort of an extended drumming intro to this song. I think it went uh, longer I think, than, than I it think usually does. Jim and Steve were slow to get out because they were sort of running. I think uh, yeah. Bermuda had to cover for them. Yeah, I so did we, notice we that. We still got a little extended drumming intro, which. Huh. It's always nice to have a little extra fun zone, right? Yeah, we got a little extra, little extra intro to fun zone. Of course, the first song, fun zone, um, and then Al came out right at the end. Hello, Lancaster, and um, I did want to mention uh, Steve was, of course, wearing his trademark sunglasses, and um, I, I noticed a number of instruments on Al's. I um, too. Table and Alexis, did you? Did we talk about this before during the intermission or something? About what what instruments were on Al's table? Uh, yes, yes, we did. And I think you know what you were looking for. For people who uh, are not aware, Alexis, how many shows had you gone to before tonight uh, on this tour? Seven. I've been to seven. So tonight was the eighth show this tour you're seeing. Yes. And you um, have been waiting to hear Airline Amy. So when you saw Al's table. Um, I think the first thing you probably noticed was the tambourine, uh, or as it's better known, uh, more commonly known as the uh, jingle dingle. The jingle dingle, yes. Uh, <laughs> so what were you thinking when you saw that? Um, I was uh, hopeful, but not confident. Because he didn't do CNR the previous night. That's he true. did not. So that you know, those are the two songs, Airline Amy or that one or the two. Um, so we'll, I guess we'll have to see. But I also noticed the megaphone yeah. and the cowbell. Yes. So I was like, oh, we're getting Skipper Dan, and oh, we're probably getting Dare to Be Stupid. And um, I did. There was another instrument there, but I didn't see it until later. I did write down when I noticed it. Okay. Um, unless you already noticed it, I didn't. Um, but for the completionists who need to know everything that's on the table, there were also two red solo cups. Oh, you know what? I 
I have something to say about them, but later on. I have it in my notes. Okay. Um, Al was wearing a shirt that I've seen him wear a number of times. Uh, it's kind of the rainbowy flowers. And I know I've named it before, and I have no idea what I named it. Um, so I named it Peacocky. <laughs> Excuse me? Peacocky. It's hey, like a peacock. Family-friendly peacock. Oh, peacock. Oh, all right. Peacock E, because it's like a peacock with its beautiful uh, colors and expression. Plumage. Yes. So that's okay. what I named it. Peacocky. Peacock dash Y, or hyphen, uh, for those of you taking notes. Uh, <laughs> so Al said, hello, Lancaster. And then they just went right into the first song of the night. First World Problems. And um, it was fantastic. Oh, sorry. Yes, it was. <laughs> I heard it. I was like, man, I could hear this again. It just it sounds <laughs> so good. So, so uh, there, there's, a, there's a line in there. Uh, couldn't, couldn't, offer off the, couldn't order off the breakfast menu because I slept until 2. And I was wondering <laughs> oh, if no. that was a shout-out to you, Ethan. <laughs> I think there were a number of shout-outs to us, Dave, during the show. And uh, Yeah, I bet Al... Uh, <laughs> did that because I think you slept. In, I mean, you did definitely didn't sleep until two, but you slept in pretty late. Pretty, you probably would have slept till two. I slept later than I wanted to, <laughs> <laughs> and you could not order breakfast. That's right, because <laughs> it was gone by the time you woke up. It's very true. Uh, so Al said after, or unless you guys have anything to mention, um, just jump in if there's ever something you guys want to mention. Okay. <laughs> okay, <laughs> I'll take I'm that as no. Um, so he said, uh, uh, how you doing? Uh, I remember last time we played here, it was was last night. Uh, it was fun. <laughs> and then he uh, gave it up for Emo, and he uh, mentioned how Emo is a true genius. He's truly genius, because um, uh, he can't imagine how... Uh, he can travel with them uh, with their uh, many restraining orders. And uh, he said, emo, that emo, he knows his way around a loophole. <laughs> <laughs> and then Al said, hope you're properly war- warned about the show. We're going to play some wired, wildly unpopular songs like this one. It's interesting. Um... Oh, the the the... the... The line about the uh, restraining order was interesting because uh, at this point, Ruben had actually picked up a cowbell. And you, I had a great view of Ruben on this show. Yeah, Wonderful view I, of Ruben. Yeah, I had a great view of everyone again. And, and uh, Ruben was, was uh, standing a little bit further away from his, uh, his keyboards. And so you could see the full, his full body. And he was holding cowbell in his hand and he was shaking the drumstick and laughing as uh, Al was, uh, <laughs> was saying that. So it was... Well, so ultimately the song was Lame Claim to Fame. And I, this is just something stupid in my notes. Uh, when they started playing First World Problems, I accidentally wrote Lame Claim to Fame. And I was like, oops, and I crossed it out. So I thought it was kind of funny that then they played Lame Claim to Fame. Uh, so they took my request, uh, as it turns out. <laughs> Um, and I did write down that uh, I feel like Ruben, uh, so he isn't playing piano during the song. He does some vocals and he plays the cowbell and he was standing up and I don't recall if he ever stood the whole time and uh, it looked like he was having a lot of fun. Well, like, yeah, like he was standing up, but what's interesting was, yes, he doesn't play keyboards, but he was using at some point, and this is the first time I've noticed this because I had such an amazing view of Ruben. Yeah, it's hard to... He was using the drumstick to hit something on his keyboards. Was he? Yeah, several times. Oh, I didn't notice that. 
Um, but I did notice... And I don't know what he was hitting because it didn't sound like anything like being was being triggered at that time. But he definitely was hitting his keyboard several times during the song. Wow. Well, I so I watched uh, Ruben... Probably not hitting his keyboard, just hitting something else. But from okay. my point, it looked like he was hitting the keyboard. Well, so what I... Because um, it was clear when he was hitting the cowbell, but then he would go down and hit the keyboards or a pad on the keyboard keyboards or something it was well so what i noticed ruben doing was so he was standing playing cowbell and i noticed specifically how he was holding the drumstick that he was holding it and using the bottom of the drumstick the fat part to hit the cowbell and um he would stop hitting the cowbell to lean down and do his vocal part so i wonder if that's what you were seeing thinking he was hitting the keyboard he was hit he was definitely like like his the stick was up and down like he was drumming okay yeah um, but maybe. I mean, I don't know. But I'm I noticed... A, I'm not uh, Ruben. I don't know. You know, <laughs> Ruben's vocal parts were stuff where it's like, uh, he leaned down and went, first! And he leaned down and went, this seat's taken! So it's kind of like those shout lines. I guess uh, they have Ruben on the, the mic for that. But he had to... Because he was standing, he had to, like, stop hitting it and crouch down to uh, reach his mic, which is at sitting level. Okay. And this was uh, this was the point where I noticed a an additional... Um, instrument on Al's table, and I saw the ratchet, making me think that we would likely see nature trail to hell. Um, So then, Al, after um, lame claim to fame, Al said that, while they usually save this for uh, later in the show, when the audience is more warmed up, uh, he decided to have a harpsichord solo. And he pointed at Ruben and then called for a harpsichord solo. Oh, did he? Yeah. <clears throat> he points to Ruben as he calls harpsichord solo right before it. And then, of course, we got a harpsichord solo. This was a very Ruben-heavy show so yeah, far. Yeah, it was. And probably, since I'm mentioning that, probably important later. <laughs> <laughs> um, and, of course, the harpsichord solo rolled right into Melanie. And, um, Dave, did you hear the meow? Did you guys hear the meow? Uh, I did not I did not really hear it very well. It was faint if I heard it at all. I heard it very, very, faint. very faintly. I wasn't I, sure. I was specifically it was listening so for it. faint that I wasn't sure if I heard it like in my mind because I was expecting <laughs> to hear it or if I, it was really faint. I, it was very faint. I did okay. hear it very slightly, but it was, um, yeah, I don't know if, I don't know if the, the pads that Bermuda uses, if it's like the loudness Depends on how hard he hits it, or I'm not sure how that works, but it was definitely fainter tonight than I've I've heard it in the past. Another interesting thing about Melanie is there were no toenail lights. Oh, there was like these purple and blue lights. Instead. Yeah, they're usually in Melanie, right? Yeah. Okay. So I figured he seems to only use those toenail clipping lights uh, during one song, so I figured he must have saved been saving it for another song. Oh, okay. It doesn't seem that they they. Tend to repeat those. I could be wrong. Yeah, the, it we need to feel like it, they repeat that. So that may be there may oh. be alternate lighting for these different songs depending on what else is in. Well, the let's list. let's request that um, while people are making our various <laughs> spreadsheets, let's add one where we track whenever Dave and I mention the oh, uh, toenail or fingernail clipping lights. Do you uh, have any idea what we're talking about? I don't. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to the podcast, Amy. <laughs> Where no one knows what we're talking about except so, for us. When we get to it, we'll explain it because they may make an appearance later. <laughs> we'll see. Um, so after Melanie, uh, Steve and Ruben left. 
and um, oh, so uh, so <laughs> yeah, Weird Al picked up the Jingle Dingle, and uh, he said, <laughs> "I feel reluctant if I don't do it justice." Uh, if right, I don't do the song justice. Uh, he was afraid that the ground would open up and swallow him if he does it wrong, and. Um, it's a song about the most important person ever to live, and this yeah, it's about the, the greatest human to walk the face of the earth, Charles Nelson Riley. So th- this was this, when he picked up the jingle dingle. I said it's one of two songs. But when and, Steve and Ruben were uh, heading out the door, that sort of sealed the fate. Sorry, Alexis. Yeah, I'm, it's okay. So it didn't sound like that there's a good chance that we're going to be getting airline Amy because the jingle dingle has already been used this right. concert. Right? Yeah, and. Gosh forbid, Al uses the jingle dingle more than once. I know. In a concert, um, <laughs> but CNR was was uh, was great. A cu- a, yeah, a couple of notes on this. Uh, you know, um, I know you always do this. Uh, the line uh, "Make sweet, sweet love to a manatee." Yeah. Uh, you always do the actions of this. Well, of course, Al does some weird action up on stage as if he's. Actually, he does a pelvic thrust. Yeah, pel- yeah, but the, his face. For like when he was doing the pelvic thrusts were hilarious. <laughs> I was making a note and I I, uh, I like had to kind of hurriedly like do the pelvic thrust in the seat. Uh, so I didn't I wasn't really uh, watching Al's face unfortunately. And I have another note which I'm not going to say. Um, <laughs> take that. Um. So then Steve came back and Al goes, Steve's back. And he said, Steve hates that song. He never plays on it. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> um, now, this was interesting because um, we had a little bit of a, a difference in in the uh, intro to Dare to be Stupid. Um, Spoiler alert. <laughs> okay. Well, <laughs> what are we supposed to talk about before that? <laughs> No, yeah, so, yeah, so I was started going through his, uh, you know, how he show, you know, showcased the band and how he met Bermuda, which was the standard introduction. And then uh, he said Ru- he met Ruben in Clown College. Clown College, yes. Ringling Brothers. <laughs> um, and then... And then uh, it was funny because <laughs> Ruben was, was taking a sip of water. Uh, out of a water bottle at this time. And Ruben just did this like spit take and just the water flowing in the air. It was hilarious. That was, that was awesome. It was so great. I think uh, Ruben was surprised, surprised. to hear a, a new, a new uh, story about him. Yeah, and then uh, interesting uh, where he met up with uh, Steve and Jim. And he said 1981. He specifically said 1981. I know. He did. Can confirm. Sometimes he says 81 or 82 or 82, but he said 81. And Applebee's in La Jolla. Yeah, it was for like a wedding dinner. Um, And Dave, did you notice how he described the lounge in the Applebee's? No. Al said, I probably did, but I didn't Al it said it was a skanky, oh no, awful <laughs> I missed that <laughs> lounge. Skanky. <laughs> he specifically said the word skanky. Yeah, he hit it hard. Uh, wow. And uh, skanky um, reference. So Amy's not aware of this, but a few uh, episodes ago, uh, Al learned about, uh, or Dave learned about, learned, the word, about the, uh, learned about the word skanking <laughs> in the uh, the. 
the sense for uh, how people dance to ska music being called skanking. <laughs> I had no idea. So Al... Uh, and skank, by the way, also means to dance the skank. Right, 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 right. And uh, so Al, even though nobody, not even our Patreon family has heard that, <laughs> um, I think Al was has bugged our phones and he I heard must. us talking about that. <laughs> this is too much of a coincidence. It was too much of a coincidence that he said skanky. Uh, <laughs> and he also mentioned that the uh, he signed them to 40-year contracts. Yep, the contract ran out last week. Even though he said he met them in 81, so maybe there was a, uh, an extension due to COVID. And um, <laughs> he said it ran out last week, and so he re-upped them for what, another what? 40 years. But did he say that they signed the contract that day? <laughs> like they may have taken a year or so to sign the contract. I've wondered all these very things. And, and I, a lot, I have a lot more that I'm wondering about this song. This is going to be a deep dive on this podcast. It could take a while to write up a contract, so maybe... Right, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah it could take a while to write it up. They have probably their lawyers look at it. Get it vetted. Yeah, you know, get it, uh, you know, too far, uh, get, um, what's the word I'm looking Notarized? for? Notarized. thank you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Notarized. Um and, uh, oh, by the way, when he said that uh, they just re-upped again for another 40 years, Steve gave thumbs up for that. <laughs> <laughs> it's always fun watching Steve while Al is talking about how he met them. And I, I, I don't know if I even really watched Jim. I just, because Steve's so entertaining. He always is, yeah. like, kind of solemnly nodding along as if, yep, this is exactly what and, happened. And Jim is often tuning guitars. Right, yeah, when that's Al's, true. When Al's talking, so they, they don't <laughs> Steve. <laughs> He's got a, he's, he's you know he's always smiling and nodding and yeah. um, I, there's there have been concerts where I was like right Steven seems like yep <laughs> now, now here's where we're gonna take this deep dive and I'm glad I got other people here to, to discuss this because um, in in the he says that you know he met that Steve and Jim were playing in the lounge generally the, how the story goes is you know they're playing in some sort of lounge right and uh, some disgusting lounge yeah some disgusting lounge and and they, he wants to play the song as they exactly played it that night right? right that's generally what he says something along those lines maybe not word for word but something along those lines right so if they want to play exactly as they did that night Steve and Jim are are in the lounge Steve is playing a bass guitar and Jim is playing a uh, regular you know electric guitar right but in the song as they're playing it when they eventually do get to the dare to be stupid the lounge version there's keyboards because ruben is playing a part there's um drums bermuda's playing a part there's a cowbell al's playing a cowbell uh, and there's vocals of al's like the vocals too so what who was doing that well dave in he, the lounge? when al saw them do it in the lounge back in 81 in la jolla in the that applebee's skanky lounge uh, of course, there was other people in the band, mm-hmm. but he just approached Jim and Steve because they well, were that's the, my question. The was there other people in the band? At, oh, absolutely. Or were, absolutely. Or was it Steve and Jim doing all those parts? And why, if he was playing exactly as they were doing that night, did did they not have? He didn't sign them to contracts. He he only approached Jim and Steve. So you're saying there's at least a couple other people in this band, in this lounge band? Yep. Okay. Interesting. I always assumed that it was just Jim and Steve that were up in this stage. I did too, but now that you ask it, I'm, this is my opinion. <laughs> I wish we get. I hope we. Hope we get I, always, some I always thought that, that it was uh, since they start off the song with just Jim and Steve. I thought the joke is um, that was the part that was that, and then they change it and they add in Al. That's how I've always I thought about know. it in my head, Dave. That's how you know. 
Anybody else have opinions on this? No, I agree with Ethan. I think Al just lifted the two best players out of the band that he heard. And the other guys are, you know, selling peanuts at the ballpark. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Yeah, peanuts. Also at the Ringling Brothers um, College that they ripped Ruben from. That's right. (laughs) (laughs) So... um, I mentioned earlier that when Ruben was playing the cowbell, he was using the bottom of the drumstick. And I mentioned that because I've noticed that when Al plays the cowbell, he uses the top of the drumstick. And he... Did you say he uses the drumstick as it's expected to be used? Correct. Yes. (laughs) Yes. Ruben hits the cowbell with the handle. Al hits it with the the drum. I don't know if he even uses the tip, but that's that's the side he's uh, he's, uh, hitting it with. So... Um, I've even seen in a former concert Al pick up the stick the way Ruben had it and then yeah, flip it around. around. Yeah. yeah, so I'm curious about uh, Al and Ruben. Is there is there a proper way, or, you know, or is that a personal preference? Was Ruben accidentally holding it wrong? So many questions. So many questions. <laughs> and I also want to know how did. Um, you know, the cowbell player back in 1981 in La Jolla. How did they oh, hold it? That's an excellent question. <laughs> and obviously, maybe they were holding it the wrong way, and that's why Al did not sign them to a contract. <laughs> <laughs> so for those following along, is, I'm going to mention a couple things about... Uh, obviously, I've been, been tweeting these out. If you've been listening, you know I tweet the set list out at Elvis Arama, or Rama, at Elvis Arama <laughs> on Twitter. Uh, E-L-V-I-S-A-R-A-M-A and uh, and I, for that one I tweeted out the La Jolla oh Dare to be Stupid La Jolla Applebee's version uh, that's what I tweeted out for that but um, I wanted to mention a couple of things uh, where I was sitting today uh, I had a great view of the, the of, of Steve and Ruben and a, a pretty good view of, of Al uh, Jim and the other guy no Bermuda uh, <laughs> And, and uh, so, but I did not take a lot of pictures. And on the past, uh, the last time we were in Lancaster, I had amazing pictures that I took and posted. So, anyone looking did not see a lot of pictures. And I do want to give a shout out to everybody who's kind of, uh, <laughs> I don't know what's going on. Everybody who's kind of, uh, you know, you looking at all my pictures and, and commenting on them. And I know uh, our, our good friend, Alicia, past guest of the podcast, Alicia Bonveri, was commenting a lot and really enjoying my pictures last night. So shout out, <laughs> shout out there. When I was shout looking out. at the comments uh, shout today. Shout out to Alicia. Today. And I Billy. Had, had and lot Billy. Of, I had a lot of fun reading her comments. So that was cool. Um, and I uh, think I'm ready to move off of there to be stupid. You are. Oh. Did anyone volunteer, Dave? I don't know. Why would I know that? <laughs> I saw someone volunteer right next to you. It was me. I wasn't sitting next to you. <laughs> yeah, well, Jackie was sitting next to me. And that was part, and oh yeah, that's where I was going with this, I guess. Is uh, part of the reason why I didn't uh didn't uh take too many pictures is I was on the other side of me there was a, a, another couple that uh I did not know. I did give them wooden nickels to try to... (laughs) Seriously, I did. I gave them wooden nickels to try to win them over a little bit. But they didn't seem like they would be into me uh, taking a ton of pictures. There's also nobody in front of me and Jackie. 
So she she had a good yeah. uh, good sight line. I, oh, I nice. saw her taking some photos. So I, I know, the one side of me on the my left side there was the other couple, and then on my right side was Jackie, and then the next seat over was Ethan. Yes, and um, I did uh, volunteer my left hand, Dave. Okay. Uh, I know you're not wondering, but our listening <laughs> audience is on the edge of their seats. Um, anything else on Dare to be Stupid, folks in the back? Uh, no. Folks in the back. <laughs> Wait, hold on. So, um, I, I texted Ethan during the song. I did, this is the first time I noticed this. The, um, the Lakers, the Laker-like colored lights, the purple and the yellow. And that really caught my eye tonight for some reason, and I really liked it, and I thought it fit the song very well. So I was like, is it, are they always like that? And Ethan was like, yeah, they're always... I didn't respond to you. Oh, I thought, <laughs> I thought you did just now, but oh, um, yes, they're always purple and yellow, and I love that effect. Yeah, I, I, I didn't know that oh, was yeah. the Lakers' colors, but oh, well, yeah, uh, <laughs> like gold, golden, uh, purple. Okay, yeah, that was cool. my college colors, golden purple. Oh, you nice. played you for the JMU? Lakers in college? Yes. <laughs> what? Did you go to JMU, James Madison University? Nope. Because <laughs> those were the James Madison University. Colors. I guess they're very common wow. colors. <laughs> <There you go. laughs> <laughs> no, I, I went to school in Albany. Um, that's, uh, yeah, I, I love that look, though, the purple and the, the yellow. Oh, it's, it's, it fits the vibe of the song. It totally like, does. Me- very mellow, yeah. like, chilled. And it sort of recalls the yellow uh, suits that they wear in the video. The, like, oh, suit. yeah. That's a, good, uh, that's a good observation. I hadn't thought about that. Yeah, I wouldn't have thought of that. I love that. Now, the next, um, after um, Dare to be Stupid, Al said that, um, now, he doesn't usually take requests. Right. But um, someone online uh, (laughs) had a request, and uh, it was a very impassioned case from this fan. And um, so Al decided that they would, you know, take the request, and it was for a drum solo. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> so we got seven hits I counted them seven oh. hits from John Bermuda Schwartz what a guy what, what a guy. guy what a guy he did say what a guy um, how did you feel about that Alexis um, I thought it was uh, great I, I enjoyed the drum solo uh, thoroughly great so the next song, I actually stepped out and I missed. I was didn't. Oh, I, I had to go to the bathroom I, I, too. I'm not sure what happened. So I, we probably just skip over that one. All right. <laughs> uh, well, since Dave and I weren't there, Alexis, can you tell us about the next song? Um, yeah. Um, it was a, a little ditty uh, called "Airline Amy." Airline Amy. Uh, <laughs> because, uh, I I, st- I was like, N- there's no way because the way you know he usually introduces a song is like this. This song is usually at the bottom of fans' list, and there was the whole reason why he made that introduction before the drum solo. Uh, Mike Minnick had actually tweeted at Al and was like, "Hey, play this. Um, Alexis would really enjoy if you played the song tonight, and she'll probably scream really loud." And, um, I was wondering if and, that was something that uh, was related. And, I, I thought it, I thought it might be. I, I was I was really happy to hear you confirm that, when, Alexis. When I heard him say that, I was like, "There's no way that anyone else in this audience, but me and like ten other people, would know why he said that." So it was like, a, "If Al was pranking you, he was. I was. I was. I was. In fact, uh, bamboozled." Um, <laughs> Because you thought you were going to hear airline, airline Amy, and then you heard a drum solo. I heard a drum solo. <laughs> so that yeah. was... Um, 
And then Al further pranked you by yes. playing Airline Amy, yeah. finally. <laughs> Straight into it after the drum solo. Didn't. Well, how did you feel about it? Um, I mean, Dave and I have talked about it so much. Yes. Um, I want to hear what you, you thought. You know, I, I cried for about a half a second. And then I, st I stood up and I was like looking for e like everyone who was like, you're going to get it. And I was like, eh, I don't know. Um, and that it like made my entire night. I was just dancing in my seat, just like yelling, singing along. And I was like, you know what? I could, if, you know, they had technical difficulties and the show ended like after that song, I would have been okay. <laughs> that would have been fine. I would have been fine with it. I'd be like, all right, cool. The one song left I, I needed that I wanted to hear on this on the tour this year, I got tonight. Very which cool. Was and, I, I, you know, you obviously have been very invested in, in hearing Airline Amy, yes. but Alexis, there, there's a whole community of people yes. who are invested on your behalf. Uh, <laughs> I, any show that I've seen Airline Amy, I can't fully enjoy it without, you know, thinking about you yes. and, and your, your plight to try and finally see it. So uh, I'm so happy you got to see it. it <laughs> I'm just I'm I'm still kind of like wow that that happened <laughs> so that was uh made my whole night it was it was awesome. I was also happy to hear Airline Amy for I, reasons maybe you can guess. I, yeah, I wanted to uh, <laughs> specifically ask you, Amy, um, how you feel. Uh, obviously, you've heard uh, Airline Amy before, yes. um, but, but not live. But not live. But how do you? Before we even talk about live, how do you feel about having a song? There's no song. In Weird Al's repertoire, you know, eccentric Ethan or you know anything like that. So, I, how is it to hear a song that has your first name well, all over it? It's an honor and a privilege, and, and I always listen really hard and sometimes slow it down and play it over and over. <laughs> that's, that's understandable. That's valid. Sure, especially you know. the part where he says, "Amy, darling." Oh, oh. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it's pretty good. That's so cool. Yeah. Well, so how did you feel about seeing it tonight? I was really excited, and, and I was, um, part of me wanted to just grab my phone and record it, and then another part of me thought, no, I should just be in the moment. Just and, and enjoy yeah. it. Yeah. yeah, so that's what I did. And and the, the couple next to me, who we've mentioned a couple times, yeah. um, when when it was over, the guy like turns to me and says, I never thought I'd hear that song live. Wow. You know what? Me either, boyfriend. <laughs> <laughs> But both of our dreams came true tonight, yes. so... Wow. Yeah, you know, and we've... I think we mentioned this briefly, but uh, Al has introduced that song, this tour, as saying, this is, you know, you know, the song that people like the least in my catalog when I see lists online, and... Can't Which it, I think that's a load of it, barnacles. I it's think that's it's barnacles because it's such a good song, mm -hmm. and I don't know that I've ever talked to someone who doesn't enjoy right. Airline Amy. Um and so I agree with with the, the the guy sitting next to you, Amy, that it's just like, it's such a great song, and it's not one that I don't think a couple years ago I would have thought I'd ever hear live. Yeah, yeah. Uh, honestly, I may I'm if I may, Dave, I might have to say that Airline Amy is probably the best song off off the deep end for me. Well, I mean, you're hard. allowed to have your own opinions. Yeah. <laughs> you're wrong. We don't have to agree with them. <laughs> severely incorrect. You're wrong, but I mean, mm -hmm. you're allowed to agree. All right. <laughs> I mean, I, Airline Amy. I mean, I love that whole album, but I mean, Airline Amy is definitely up there for me. It, it's it's one of my favorite songs. I I disagree with the, anybody who says that it's low on the list. Absolutely, yeah. And I love hearing it in concert. I mean, it, it's it's every time I love it. Well, and you know, we've absolutely we've talked about this before, and, and you guys get to see this for the first time. Yes. The kind of dueling um, solos between Jim and Ruben. It, it goes back and forth. 
uh, twice, and I noticed. I've noticed Al turning fully and watching them for their right. respective solos. I noticed but that. But Steve was following Al, and so uh, Steve, in unison with Al, was turning oh, wow. his chair to watch uh, Ruben versus uh, Chemo, and it was it was fantastic. That was that was awesome. So cool. Uh, and then at the end of the song, Al tossed the uh, tambourine slash jingle yes. dingle in the air and caught it. <laughs> that was cool. That was very awesome. As long as we're on the subject, it's also an honor to be named Amy because Al's initials are Alfred Matthew Yankovic. Ooh, Ooh. good call. Ooh. <laughs> I think he wrote that song just for you. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Maybe. Maybe. <laughs> were you ever a flight attendant? Uh, no, no. Oh. And I don't fly very often in general, so... But he still wrote a few anyway. Take a so, yeah. six of poetic license in that, but <laughs> right, <laughs> definitely about you. Did you ever seriously contemplate becoming a flight attendant? <laughs> <laughs> I'll think about it now. <laughs> Have you ever been on an airplane? <laughs> okay. All right, that counts. That counts. Uh, we, that you've heard it here first. We have the real airline Amy here with us tonight. Hello, <laughs> Dave and Ethan's 2000 Inch Weird Al podcast exclusive. <laughs> now this, um, so for the next song, there was no intro. There was no Al talking. It was just uh, the first thing I heard was a squirt of fog. <laughs> Did you hear the, the <laughs> fog squirting? I heard like a hiss. Yeah, a hiss. Yeah. I mean, it's funnier <laughs> to say squirt, though. Uh, it was kind of like, and then we had that repeating sort of just like, bah, noise. And then I heard more squirts of fog. And um, I think we knew what we were going to get. Yeah. This uh, was Velvet Elvis. Velvet Elvis. And Al was definitely inspired, I guess, by all the Elvis tribute acts and the, yes. the gift shop. Uh, <laughs> I think, you know, when you come to Lancaster, Pennsylvania, you better play Velvet Elvis. <laughs> I, I think so, because I wrote that, I said the same comment. As soon as he started playing Velvet Elvis, I was thinking of all those those different advertisements or the Elvis things that you're pointing out to me. And, of course, the Elvis in the gift shop and all that stuff. I'm like, like this is perfect for this audience. And uh, I was a little disappointed that there was no song about MARP, though. No. Yeah. Uh, spoiler alert, I guess. Uh, he didn't play a song. There was no, no MARP, MARP uh, shout-outs. Uh, there was no MARP on the <laughs> pre-show, uh, you know, ads roll or anything. Yeah, it was, it was, uh, it was very all about It was all about Elvis tonight. No MARP. Yeah, very disappointing. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and no Red Rum the Goodies. Oh. Dave, that's a spoiler. Why? It didn't happen. It's not oh. a spoiler if it doesn't. If it didn't happen, is it? Yeah. Well, maybe people are like, "Oh, I wonder if he s- says." I don't know. I don't care. Uh, <laughs> I'm just, I'm just playing my part, Dave. Dang, uh, <laughs> uh, and then I'm, I'm sure you guys noticed that um, during Jim's guitar solo, Al just turned his back to the audience yes. completely, and. Just I think was drinking some water. Yeah, he was drinking some water, and he picked up a like a like a washcloth, a towel off the floor, and he wiped or I don't know if it was on the floor off something. Oh yeah, off the and uh, table. Well, it picked it up in front of him, like it was on the. It looked to me it was on the floor, but it may be something resting on. Anyway, he picked it up, he wiped his mouth with it, and then he put it on the table. Yep. Um, and so then, um, Al, before he started talking, looked like he was like sort of. Checking something and reading something. Did you notice this? 
Um, and then he said, um, because that's when uh, uh, Steve and Bermuda stood up and started walking. And so after Al was sort of like looking at something, he's like, uh, after seven shows, Steve <laughs> yeah. and Bermuda go back to watch cat videos. Yeah, they go backstage and they watch cat videos on YouTube. And I think what, what Al meant to say was after seven songs... And I think what he was doing was counting the songs, oh. but uh, I was counting the songs, and Velvet Elvis was number eight. So I'm wondering if Al does not count uh, Fun, Fun Zone, Zone as a song. Not, he's not does not part of that song. Yeah, he's not performing. I'm wondering. That song. I'm wondering. But Steve was still or there performing it. it. Yeah, because <laughs> he he was sort of doing it fast. He was kind of rushing. Maybe he's like, ah, there's probably seven. Um, but yes, yeah, so or, they went or, back. But Steve was not there for CNR. So does he not count that? That Steve being there, but he said seven shows, so he misspoke. So, but if he was, if he meant to say songs, but if he, if he did mean to say shows, maybe (laughs) because it was like eight o'clock at that point, and seven shows ago was (laughs) at eight. I don't know. I'm just maybe he meant Steve won't be back at all. (laughs) Maybe. (laughs) Maybe he's talking. Maybe Steve signed on for additional seven shows as his contract extension. Oh, that's (laughs) it. That's it. And. uh, but now, well, now I'm curious. Uh, you keep keep going. I'm curious well, about something. So Al said, uh, with uh, the rhythm section gone, they're uh, incapable of rocking. And he said, uh, should we do a power ballad, Jim? And Jim said, yeah, let's do a power ballad. And then Al, of course, said this next song is dedicated to close personal friends Johnny Depp and Amber Heard. <laughs> and the song was, You Don't Love Me Anymore. And I'm trying to stall so Dave can do whatever uh, he's asking Frank to do. Um, and uh, okay, so so oh, okay, so the show that took place, we you know, intern Frank is uh, is letting me know that, that tonight's show was, of course, August seventh, and seven shows ago would have been one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Would have been July 29th in Lewiston, New York, at the Art Park Main Stage Theater. Oh, okay. So, so I, so I some, whatever. So that, that must, must have been the last time that that Steve and uh, Rube, or, Bermuda, Bermuda, yeah, were watching cat videos on oh, YouTube. Okay, interesting. Um, well, I'm glad they got to to get back to it. So maybe that's what Al was trying to figure out. He's looking at you know where they were. Seven days, seven shows ago. Well, um, so during "You Don't Love Me Anymore," the line where he says you made it with the whole hockey team, I heard Jerry Samuels right behind me burst out laughing like <laughs> really loud. <laughs> oh, was, I, I noticed that. Uh, yeah, that as as the song was starting, that um, of course he did the, the we dedicate this song to you know you said Johnny, Johnny Depp, Depp and yeah. Amber Heard. Well, people still don't know what this song is at this point, so it it. So once the song starts playing is when that joke kind of pays off. So once they once people started recognizing that the song was "You Don't Love Me Anymore," I heard a lot of laughter bursting out all over throughout the theater to realize, oh, okay, right, that's right. that's the connection. Right. Yes, this song makes is funny about you don't love me anymore being connected to Johnny and Amber. I wonder how much longer that joke will work. I don't know. I was thinking the same thing the other day. I'm like, that's going to play out soon, right? Yeah, but it's also it was sort of such an iconic pop culture moment that I feel like the history books of 2022 <laughs> are going to mention are going to remember Johnny Depp and Amber Heard because it was part Maybe. of 
Yeah, I don't know. I mean, it still gets laughs. So, it's, yes. So it's Al, Al's, Al's on top of anything pop culture. So I think he <laughs> would be the one to know when that joke's played out. Right. I think probably by the, uh, you know, if they do another tour next year with You Don't Love Anymore, probably they will yeah. stop. But. There will probably be some other celebrities. Uh, of course. That of he course. Could use in that spot. Yeah, I'm sure. I don't you, think you know, they're going to run out of that. Jayla will marry someone else by then and <laughs> dedicate it to her and Ben Affleck. Um, well, so this was great uh, for You Don't Love Anymore. I'll, I'll let you have the honors, Dave. Oh, okay, yeah. So <laughs> there's, there's of course, a couple lulls in the song, you know, where uh, Al's not singing. Not lulls, you know, just Al's not singing. Right, you know, uh, uh, music break. Music, music break and, you know, Jim playing his, his guitar and so Al picks looks over the table he picks up the cowbell and he lovingly looked at it <laughs> <during one of these laughs> he held it with both hands he did not have the stick uh, and then he shook his head no and yeah, put it back but yeah it was really uh, really, really <laughs> funny moment and uh, I guess he decided not to play it yeah I thought this was a, overall a, a great rendition of You Don't Love Me Anymore I really enjoyed it tonight yeah and so I guess the last time I saw You Don't Love Me Anymore was at Indian Ranch and the whole audience was singing along so a lot of people were um, tricked by the uh, the ending um, oh. and saying any, you know, anymore. Oh. Uh, and I didn't hear any of that tonight. I no, think, uh, it was like dead silent. Yeah. Yeah. There's, there's not hardly too many anybody singing. Nobody got tricked. Yet. Yeah. Um, and uh, he said this next ditty features the newest member. Mr. Ruben Valtiera. He's been here since 1991, which got a lot of laughs. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then, uh, again, we said Ruben Hemp, Hemp, Heavy Show today. Yeah. Because uh, he started telling about how Ruben had won the sexiest keyboard player of 1982. For what? Keyboard Magazine? Keyboard Magazine. And Ruben put up two fingers... <laughs> and, and Al said, oh, you won it twice. That, yeah, he just kind of was hinting as he won it twice. <laughs> and then... Uh, and didn't Al say he beat out Jan Hammer? Jan Hammer, yeah. Jan Who's Hammer. Jan Hammer? <laughs> Seriously, you don't know who Jan Hammer is? That's a serious question, yes. Uh, okay, he... Um, do you either... <laughs> oh, God, all right. Um, do you either of you remember Miami Vice? TV show in the 80s? I never watched I'm it. Fami- I I, I'm aware it. of it. Okay. Um, well, Jan Hummer, and I hope I'm right, because uh, I didn't expect to get asked this, but um, <laughs> he did a lot of the music for Miami Vice, and uh, it was very, um, that really, like, 80s electric keyboard. Uh, yeah, there he is. Yeah, he played the keytar. The keytar! Okay. All right, well... Frank says your story checks out. He did. He did a Definitely. lot. Of, he did a lot of. His, he's very well known for his film scores for television and film, including the Miami Vice theme, yeah, and Crockett's theme theme from the 1980s television program Miami Vice. So, wow, wow. I, I feel like Al says a different keyboard player every time, though, right? Okay. <laughs> um, well, so then um, it was a little different uh, last time we saw this. Um, you know, Al asked Ruben to do the pose, and he took some egging on. And then Ruben did a pose, and mm-hmm. I, Al said, "Like uh, ah, the the blue steel." Yeah. <laughs> and um, and uh, that's you know when he's doing the pose, Steve starts playing this little yeah, sexy. There's, a little, there's like a th- there's like music for this. They they thought this out. Did you guys um, also at this point? Did you hear like they were playing like camera clicks off yes. the board? Yes, and there's like lights flashing. Like, like there's like, like, like as if like, someone was actually taking, taking photos. Yes, that was awesome. 
And uh, if anyone uh, missed it, Blue Steel is uh, it's a reference to Zoolander. It's uh, oh. one of the poses that Zoolander does in uh, oh, I've never Zoolander, seen that movie uh, the Ben Stiller film. And uh, yeah, so there was the, the sexy bass, there was camera noises that I, I saw Bermuda hitting the pad, yeah. and then um, the lights were flashing as if it was camera yeah, flashes. Yeah, camera flash, yeah, it was awesome. <laughs> uh, it was fantastic. Um, and then <laughs> Ruben uh, sort of had a little hiccup. Wait, wait, he kept telling Ruben to... To, to, he said, you don't want to whip the crowd into a frenzy, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, right, right. And then, uh, so then he's, and then um, he he started, you know, there's kind of like a, a, a second of silence, and Al's like, you can start now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then Ruben started and uh, was playing in the wrong key. Oh, and, yeah, it was and, like obviously wrong, and Al's like, try again. <laughs> <laughs> try that again. <laughs> and then and he then, said he whipped himself into a frenzy. <laughs> he whipped himself into a frenzy. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and so, um, then Ruben said, "Try. I'll try a different key. And, and Al goes, there you go. He finally got the right key. <laughs> Why does this always happen to me? This was incredible. It was incredible. And uh, Dave, I, I did last time I saw that, uh, or last time we saw it, I told you to watch for something in that song. Do you remember what I asked you to look for? Uh, um, no. Jim, I noticed last time that Jim doesn't actually play anything during that. Oh. And so um, I specifically watched Jim the entire time. And before the song started, he specifically reached over, he picked up the electric guitar, and he held it the entire song, and he does not play it once. So I thought that was really interesting that, um, I don't know why he's holding the guitar, uh, but he is, he keeps his hand over the strings so they don't make any noise. The, the guitar is on, it's plugged in, um, and so wow. Jim just does vocals, just does vocals. during oh. the song. Um, That's I, interesting. Yeah, and I, I was like kind of trying to think, like, oh... Maybe they could give Jim a break because everyone else gets to leave except for well, he's got the vocals, he Jim and Al. But yeah, so then I was wondering, like, oh, maybe he could, you know, go over next to Ruben and do the vocals, or maybe he could do them from backstage. I was like, no, this is probably the best. But why would he be holding a guitar? Yeah, I don't know why he's holding that. a guitar. Yeah, that, that I don't. I don't. Um, I totally well, I forgot. When you, like we were wearing something with no pockets, and you don't know where to put your hands. Maybe that's how it is for me. Just it could be. Maybe he's yeah. more comfortable holding a guitar. Yeah. Yeah. Although there's other songs where he doesn't hold guitars, so I don't know. Right. I don't know. know. Something to ask Jim uh, next time we have him on. I'm curious, or maybe uh, it's like a backup. Like if 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 Ruben's uh, keyboard uh, breaks or goes in the wrong key, then he can jump in and save. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I don't have a theory here. I don't either. Um, but, I, but I wasn't watching Jim because I was watching Ruben because I really thought he had a rocking keyboard solo. He did. I wrote down amazing. Ruben was very chuffed for his solo. <laughs> he was very proud of himself. He was he was having a big smile, and I I, I loved it. It was such a such a fun song. Um, then uh, Al said that um, not only does um, your ticket price uh, entitle you to a show, but you also get a bonus. Um, he's going to tell you your future. Uh, just twelve, but you know he doesn't have time to do it for everyone. So he'll narrow you down into twelve groups, and then eight point three of you at a time. We'll get to hear your future. And um, 
Then uh, they went right into the skanking. Uh, <laughs> That's right. <laughs> the skanking your horoscope for today. <laughs> and this is interesting. I mean, uh, I'm just curious. I, I, uh, my, my sign, my horoscope sign um, is Leo. And uh, interestingly enough, uh, the, the lyrics for that, of course, uh, um, you know, and you know, now's not now's not a good time to photocopy your butt and staple it to your boss's face. Oh no! Eat a bucket of tuna flavored pudding, then wash it down with a gallon of strawberry Very quick. quick. Oh and I made the God. connection earlier that these wonderful Hershey's Kisses strawberry ice cream cone flavored that our special guest Amy brought tasted just like strawberry quick, and Adrian co-signed that. So I <laughs> and, was wondering. Well, and you ate the tuna flavored pudding earlier. <laughs> yes. So I was wondering. To celebrate, I'm going to have one too. Uh, these. Uh, Thank you. We're all going to partake. Except for me. Except for you. you know why? No, I, I, I just I'm don't a want vegetarian. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I love that. I just I don't want one right now. But no. Uh, yeah. I'll, I'll, let me save one for later. Yeah. But yeah, so I thought was wondering if that was a shout out to uh, Amy bringing these amazing Hershey kisses for us to, to share it. You're wondering that absolutely it well, was. He said he was telling my future, but I already knew the future when oh. I bought them. Oh, so you're a time traveler, is what you're uh, saying? Yes, yes. Wow. I'm a time traveling flight attendant. <laughs> yeah, if you could get me next week's Powerball numbers, that'd be great. <laughs> Twenty-seven. Twenty-seven. <laughs> 27, 2, 7. Um, so during the, the song where Al Powerball goes... Powerball 27. <laughs> where Al goes, you stupid freak, and he points, it looked like he was pointing directly at me. Um, he probably was. He probably was. Or he was pointing directly <laughs> at Jerry Samuels, who was right behind oh. me. Oh, um, definitely you. It was me. <laughs> yeah, definitely. It was not Al just randomly pointing. It was at me. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I'm glad we're in agreement. This whole show revolves around us. Don't you know that? I do know that. Um, now, this kind of surprised me because uh, your horoscope for today was the 11th song, and Al had not picked up the accordion at all during That's the true. show. Uh, but that changed because right oh. after your horoscope for today, Al picked up the accordion, and he called for... A drum solo reprise. <laughs> I, I know what you've been waiting for. Drum solo reprise. One hit. I counted it this time. One hit by John Bermuda Schwartz. John well, Bermuda Schwartz. So, well, so what he did, he did one hit, and then he crossed his arms. Like, hmm. That's all I'm doing. That's all you get. And he says, John Bermuda Schwartz, what a guy. The second what a guy. Second John Bermuda Schwartz, what a guy. That is uh, incredible. Two, two. Put that in the spreadsheet twice. What a guy is for John Bermuda Sports. And then uh, the next song. They just went right into When I Was Your Age. When I Was Your Age. And uh, at one point during the song, Steve had uh, put his sunglasses up, so they were kind of resting on his forehead. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I had the exact comment I wanted to make. He put them up on his forehead, and then uh, then they sort of fell down naturally. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right, right where they should have been. Yeah. Uh, but Steve was really rocking out. I was watching. I was really, really concentrating on Steve for this song. I was he was rocking out the entire song. Uh, I thought it was pretty cool. I really thought it was a great rocking song. Jim, I looked over and he was rocking out too. So this is a great rock. Everyone song. was having so much fun up on stage tonight. Yeah, 
Like, they always do, but they, they were really feeling it. And, and I have to assume when you're, you know, in a city overnight and you can sleep in and you don't have to sleep on the bus. And, you know, they, they were rested. They were ready to go. And they yeah. just were having a blast. And, uh, you know, the... This song in particular, the fog and the lights, it, it really made it look. And it's, I'm glad because it is a rocking song. It should look like this. It really looked like they were up there, like you know, in a rock concert, like yeah. you know, like, a, like a rock concert setting up there with the way the lights were going. Yeah, and, it was the closest thing to Young, Dumb, and Ugly. Yeah, I feel like this 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 concert where it was really just like a metal rock, you know, hard rock. Um, yeah, and then Steve, uh, you know, with his Hawaiian guitar, looks awesome, and. Uh, I noticed that the uh, there was a lot of red kind of beam stage lights, and I feel like they were kind of pulsing, like they'd kind of come on and then they'd go off, and then they'd come on and go off, and it was uh, it was really cool. Yeah, and did you notice that uh, right at the end of the song for the very last um, "When I Was Your Age," Steve took and he ripped off his glasses. Yep, <laughs> <laughs> he ended the song with his glasses Hi. completely off. Um, now, this is uh, not song-related, but I did mention I had a thought about Al's cups because um, Al drinks the water, or I assume water, uh, <laughs> out of the red Solo cups, and then all the other guys have bottles of water. And I was thinking, well, Al needs the open cup because when he's holding the accordion, he can't open the bottle. He's talented. I'm sure he could. I'm find sure a he way. could, but I think out of uh, out of boy. ease, out. you know, and Al, Al, no, you know, it's more convenient to make yeah. a solo cup. Yeah, so I, I, I guess I never thought about that, and I just decided to think about it tonight. Okay. And I put a I put that in my notes, and you know what that means. Oh. Dave what? put a uh, a little star, which <laughs> means um, he was. His pen wasn't working. He had to, you know, draw something to get it running again. What this, does it mean? This means that I really, really like this song, and it was in contention for Dave's pick of the night. Oh, okay, Ooh. okay. Um, well, so then um, after um, after this song, Al decided to yet again uh, uh, give us a little shout out. That's right. We had just we uh, our most recent episode, uh, which aired inch on a or inch episode that aired was uh, with uh, the first part with um, Eric Capel and uh, Eric director Capel, of Weird uh, the Al Yankovic yeah. story. And uh, so that's the timeline for those who eventually are going to hear this and go, "That was like months ago." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we just aired the first. We just aired the. We just aired and Eric, uh, of course, uh, he talks about the time at um, the Citizen. What's his up UCB? Yeah, he's yeah, also UCB. working for Human Giant. Yeah, yeah. and all stuff. And, and uh, one of his mentors was uh, the comedian Paul Shear. Yes, and. Uh, and of course, Paul's in the the, uh, the weird the Al Yankovic story clip with the Aaron Paul, the funnier die one. You know, he's he's, he's in that, and just, just we had just had just been talking about Paul Shear on the yeah, podcast. and he's he's one of the three guys from Human Giant. Yeah, so, um, so it was kind of funny because we just had someone talking about Paul Shear on the podcast. And all of a sudden, Al starts talking about Paul Shear. He he started off. He's like, "You guys know who Paul Shear is, right?" Like, of course I do. I, like, well, I just was talking about him. <laughs> and uh, so he said, "Paul Shear, he's an old friend, and he told a story, um, which I feel like I've heard or read somewhere. Yeah, about um, Paul Shear's mom uh, snapped in front of him, snapped in half his, his copy, copy of In 3D. Yeah, um, was it on cassette? Did he say cassette? 
I, I think I it was a vinyl. I assumed it was vinyl if he snapped yeah. it in half. I don't know why I pictured... I guess because my... I had uh, the the cassette when I was a kid. I assume. But yeah, vinyl know. makes sense. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, this is mom's, like, very powerful. <laughs> well, he, uh, he said uh, that that happened because... Um, uh, Paul Shear's mom was upset uh, and thought it was satanic and Al said yes because there actually is a backwards message in the song yes. which is Satan eats cheese whiz yes. which got a big uh, reaction from the audience yeah, a lot of, lot of uh, Satan worshippers in the audience well, in Osh Paradise well country. and he, he said he wanted to apologize to any Satanists in the audience yeah. he said um, you know if you came here uh, to, if you came to the show to hear satanic stuff all I can say is Sorry, no refunds. All sales are final. Yep. <laughs> I mean, they should have read the uh, disclaimer. Disclaimer. Yeah, disclaimer says no, no videos, no costumes, no satanic material, no props. No. <laughs> it's clearly on the T-shirt. Should be on the T-shirt. Well, um, we we knew what this meant. Yeah, I was very happy. This is a, this is a, a great song. Great song to hear. Anybody who's going to a Weird Al concert should hope that this is in the set list. Uh, it's just an amazing song, off, of course, off in 3D. It's, it's such a, a fan favorite, yeah. too. Nature Trail to Hell. Incredible. The Love the Lights. There was actually new lights. Did you notice there's new lights to this one? Or at least new to me. Uh, right at the beginning of the song, there were these vertical lights that were uh, starting out the song. Oh, oh, vertical from the ceiling to the floor. Ceiling to the floor. Yeah, yeah I noticed that. That's a vertical. I didn't yes. write. I didn't write that down. Um, I meant um, <laughs> above the stage to the it stage. Was, it was dramatic. They, yeah. they like shot up and they spread out. kind of fanned out yeah. slowly. Yeah, it was really cool. It was very obvious. Yeah, that was that, super that was new cool. to me. At yeah. least it was new. Yeah. Yeah, I noticed that tonight. And this is definitely another another rocking song. So it was nice to have back to back rocking songs. There's like kind of a little accordion solo at one point, and Al sort of. Rolls his eyes back in his head and just sort yeah. of like is playing and kind of like moving his head around. Uh, it was really silly. And then, um, you know, when when you have an opportunity to watch Al's face yeah. during the ratchet parts, ratchet, solo, <laughs> ratchet parts are great. Silly faces, maniacal smiles, and yeah. then uh, he he again did that evil laugh after yeah. all the screams. Yeah, I'll never I'll never stop lo- hear, loving hearing this song whenever he performs it live. It's it's incredible. And I love and I love that the little at that fake out part, you know, where the song fakes out like it's going to end. Now the lights, all the just lights go totally out, totally change, and they go blue, blue light and green light when mm-hmm. they're usually like this red light throughout the entire song. So it's really cool. And uh, so then, um, how did you guys feel about uh, Nature Show? I haven't checked in with you in a while, Amy and Alexis. Still there? It was yes, yeah. Okay, good. Um, <laughs> you know, it was just rocked really hard, and 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 I loved that the the red lighting was really intense. It was, you know, yeah, felt really demonic. It was, <laughs> you know. Um, I nature trail of hell's as good as it always is. Um, I don't know if when Al started doing this, but uh, when he's cranking that instrument, the ratchet, the, the, the ratchet. ratchet, um, the scream. They have the screams on a track now. He's not. Oh. Yelling. He's it's not Bermuda. It's no. It looked like it, I was watching. That's, I was watching everybody, and it didn't look. It, I think it's Bermuda yelling. I didn't. I didn't see it. I didn't see him yelling. But to me, it sounded like owls, like like a, a scre- like an owl screaming track, and hmm. they just had it. They sounded like Bermuda to me, but um, I also was watching Al, so I'm not sure. Um, Maybe it was both. It could have. Yeah. Maybe, yeah. Um, 
Uh, yeah, I mean that part is so good. We'll have to pay attention and see if uh, next time to watch Bermuda's mouth next time. Mm-hmm. Um, you gotta. Since you're good at translating my 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 notes, what did I mean by this? Blue light slash green. I think no, you no, no, saw. No. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> um. Uh, B O H left and returned. Bob left and returned. Oh, thank you! Wow, I told you you're good at this. <laughs> so I did. I did see our, our good friend Bob Groder. Uh, he was in the front row. I noticed at the beginning of the song he stood up and he left, and he came back just as the song was ending. Well, as we all know, Bob is a Satanist, and he was uh, <laughs> no kidding. <laughs> I don't know. What, I don't know if Bob Bob uh, took offense. To no, he came song. back with some popcorn. I okay. saw him come oh, back. Yeah. Oh, it was a popcorn break. Popcorn okay. break. This is the popcorn break song for anybody who wants to. Popcorn. <laughs> wow, good thing you. Wow, I'm, I'm impressed that you're able to translate that. <laughs> it's fun. <laughs> uh, so uh, Al talked about the next song being written when after he went to Disneyland with his family, and um, you know, ever since we talked about on the podcast that um, when we. Uh, I mentioned talking to Jackson Scoggins, our our resident uh, <laughs> Disney expert and uh, super fan of the Jungle Cruise ride. Uh, let us know. An aficionado of uh, hotel conference room closets. <laughs> <laughs> um, once Jackson uh, let me know that uh, the new version of the Jungle Cruise ride does no longer have yeah. anything that aged poorly or... Um, I can't remember how Al used to put it, but Al has not made that comment. I noticed that too. Uh, ever since we said that. So uh, that's yet another shout out from Al wow. to us. Um, what would Al do if we did not do these concert reviews? I don't know. I don't know what, what yeah, I mean, uh, Al just relies on, you know, every time we talk about, oh, Al played Skipper Dan, he hears us talk about it. He's like, oh, I should do that at a concert. So, yeah. Um, and it was interesting what would he because do at some point, at some point we had questioned, or I remember I had definitely questioned on the podcast, um, you know, was the actual Skipper's name Dan, you know, in the story that Al tells? I assume it's a real story because he's told it over and over again, you know, that this is really how he came up with the idea. For Skipper Dan is that was the skipper of his boat really named Dan, or is that just something he made you know for the song? Right, and he and he does start and at least definitely did today. He said, "I don't remember the uh, man's real name." So he yep. Ever so, since we we met, brought that up in the podcast, yeah. So that's another another uh, thank you. You're welcome, Al. <laughs> now um, I I have a um, you know something that um, Frank needs to play. A little um, oh. song for. Uh, it's no, not that one, Frank. <laughs> wow. <laughs> That's a surprise it's to me. Well, so. Hey, Frank. <laughs> um, it's not your suggestion. Anymore. So there's a line in uh, Skipper Dan where uh, he says, I'll be the toast of Sundance or maybe can. And my suggestion is. Because Weird the Al Yankovic story is opening wow. at the Toronto International Film Festival and not Sundance and not Cannes, that Al changed the lyrics to include Toronto International Film Festival or TIFF. Hmm. Well, my suggestion is that uh, he changed the uh, opening for Weird the Al Yankovic story to uh, Sundance or Cannes. Okay. Sounds good to me. <laughs> <laughs> 
So. <laughs> he says, uh, Al said he only owned, owned two Bob Marley albums, so he's an expert on reggae music. Yep. And, uh, you know, talked about, um, you know, this song's about an immigrant assimilating into American culture, and it was Buy Me a Condo. I noticed they kind of used uh, the lighting for the Buy Me a Condo, reminded me a lot of the really the beginning of the Craigslist lighting. Did you notice that? Say that again? The, the, the lighting for Buy Me a Condo tonight uh, was very reminiscent of how he usually starts the lighting for Craigslist. Yeah, with those... Um, those psychedelic... Type, yeah, the, yeah, I did notice that. Popcorn lights or whatever they are. Like amoeba lights, yeah. I, I think of them yeah. as. Um, yeah, that, that was uh, interesting. I, I, I wasn't sure if that was something he had done, uh, if that's a, a lighting effect that we'd seen for that song before or not. I, I wasn't sure. I, um, I liked his comment at the end of that song. He said that this ends the cultural appropriation portion of it. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and um, then uh, Al said not only... Uh, I didn't get all this stuff. He said, not all my songs are funny and sat- satirical. Um, are you getting there? What? Okay, keep going. Oh, I, I thought you had... What, no, uh, I just have yeah. three words written down. So. And so he, he... I don't know what he said, but he's like, oh, he's like kind of trying to introduce the next song. Yeah, not all my songs are funny and satirical. Some, yeah. some of them are, are you know, kind of serious. And then he's like, except Jim needs more time. So how about time for a drum solo. This is our third drum solo yeah, of the show. And it was not, it, it wasn't a reprise, no, it, it was wasn't a, drum a solo. Dr- just, for just called drum, drum solo. solo. So, have we ever, do you recall us seeing three drum solos? I do not. I don't like either. first to me. And this was a special one because it was a my drum solo. Yes. <laughs> yeah, I love it. Now it goes don't encourage him because everyone's <laughs> cheering for Bermuda. Yeah, I went, okay. No, 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 no. No, no. Don't encourage him. <laughs> Yeah, I don't remember ever having. I mean, we'd have to have somebody look at the Brad spreadsheet to figure that yeah, out. Yeah, if that it's, ever. It's, yeah, yeah, it's it's. Uh, yeah, would it be a reprise, reprise, or what would know. what would the just, next level know. be? Just I don't call know. it a drum solo. So, so it's just like once you like once it's you like reprise, drum solo reprise, and then the next one just starts back solo. over. Okay, yeah, I guess. So if there was a fourth one, it might be drum solo reprise. Reprise, reprise. <laughs> we'll have to ask. We'll, we'll ask Bermuda. Uh, <laughs> ask Bermuda how the drum solos work. Yeah, we'll have once, to ask him. Once about they it. start getting multi-leveled, uh, beyond two. I would love to know his uh, his thought process. How he decides if it's going to be like the one that's seven hits, the one that's one hits. If it's going to be a my drum solo. Mm. But he went through all the options tonight. We got. <laughs> he didn't do the the, the little sucker thumb though. Yeah, that's so. true. That's true. So he still got more in his repertoire. <laughs> And maybe, you know, maybe there will be more, although we are getting towards the end of the show. Um, Thankfully. <laughs> so then, Imagine if we'd have to listen to this whole show all over again. That'd be crazy. <laughs> so, um, uh, that that intro that we were talking about before the drum solo uh, led us to Good Old Days. The uh, serious, non-satirical, non-funny song, Good Old Days. <laughs> The only serious song Al's done. Yep. <laughs> Very sweet song about his childhood. Yes, yes. His family and uh, first love and his mentor. Uh, so now we're going to bring back up, we're going to, 
something we mentioned earlier about the toenail clipping lights. That yes, or the fingernail clipping yeah. lights. Amy's yeah. been wondering about forever. Yeah. Uh, so th- there's lights that I assume they're supposed to be crescent moons <laughs> um, up on stage. But and they kind of look like that. They, <laughs> this is visual, very visual for people. But well, I'm showing her. I'm not showing the audience. <laughs> yeah, I, I held it up to the microphone. So, so they're up on. The, so that the, yeah. So they're they're sort of like this crescent moon. They make a really nice looking effect. And I was calling them crescent moons. And then at some point, uh, our friend Johnny O'Hearn mentioned to me. Uh, those kind of look like fingernail clippings. And then Ethan said the same comment to me. Almost independently, independently, those yeah. look like they're fingernails to me, <laughs> and so ever since I've seen seen them, all I can see now are fingernail, and I don't know how that morphed into toenail clippings, but somehow they morphed into toenails. Toenails funnier. Toenails. Toenail is, is funnier. funnier. I agree. It is. So anytime I see those lights, I call them toenail clipping lights, and that's where that's where <laughs> that whole thing was originated. And now all I can see are toenail clipping lights <laughs> up on stage. Well, so we got to see the. The, the finger or toenail clipping lights tonight but, with good old days, but there was an addition. Yeah, there was like very lightly. There's like uh, kind of call them starlights. They're sort of like a, like a star field. Like if you're looking up in the sky, there's stars up there. Right, and I, I think that's how I described them last yeah, night on the so. review. Was it reminded me of when in the past Al had that like uh, screen where it was like, little lights, but bigger. Yeah. But these were the tiny moving dots. Yeah. It was, uh, so it was so a very very light like. Background toenail clippings and starlights going on at the same time. Yeah, it was wild. It was yeah, it was really cool. Awesome. awesome. Um. So then, um, Al brought up the movie Weird the Al Yankovic story, and um, mentioned that uh, Daniel Radcliffe plays him, and he said it's the role he was born to play, and. he said the film is almost done and it's turning out great. And then, of course, he talked about how, um, you know, he's he's not sure about the, the film because he already has a song all about his life story. And then, uh, you know, with some encouragement from the audience, he played the song, which was Albuquerque. <laughs> and then, uh, <laughs> okay, I don't know what, I don't know what yeah, Dave Al- about, Dave. Albuquerque, yes, uh. Did like, Al kind of like make, like uh, stumble on the lyrics at the yeah, beginning? I, I heard him say, yeah. "I heard him say, house dump block Jerry's bait shop." You yeah, he fumbled, he, fumbled, <laughs> he fumbled the bag severely on that one. Yeah, I wrote down house block Jerry's bait shop. You, <laughs> I think that's what I he heard, said. I heard it was like house. Uh, 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 Jerry's bait shop, and then yeah, yeah, yeah. and then and then it went back into. Um, the, reg- the Albuquerque, as, as we know and love it. And um, I did notice... Oh, good. Albuquerque. They do, if, if people who are familiar with the concert generally know that's near the end of the concert. So we must be wrapping up our concert. Review we must soon, be, huh? hopefully. <laughs> We're near the end. So um, sure there's no surprises. So um, uh, I noticed that um, after the, the plane crashes and right before he starts crawling... Al usually does a. <sighs> he did a couple extra sighs. It was an extended sighing from Al tonight, and um, then uh, he apologizes for yep. uh, hermaphrodite line. And uh, I think last time language is fluid. Yes, yes, but we talked about how he said uh, thirty years ago, but um, it was actually not a full thirty. Right. Uh, tonight he said, "There's no excuse for it, but it, he did write it decades ago." Ah, there we go. So he he sort of more generalized it. 
Um, I think we only had the 25 donuts, Dave. I counted 25 donuts, and there was a little bit of uh, confusion over whether it was Marionberry donuts. It clearly says Marionberry. Yes. I, I, I very clearly heard Marionberry tonight. Yes. So. Yep, I did too. Yes. I think, that, I think that's uh, settled. Not, not, well, not to say that he didn't say Mary Berry at other concerts, but he certainly is also saying Mary and Barry. Um, or only says Mary and Barry, but... <laughs> um, yeah, that's something I'll, I'll continue to uh, pay attention to. Um, when, <laughs> when the weasels jumped out and latched onto his face, I thought there was extra screaming tonight, and Al also was more animated. He put his hand on his face, and he was like kind of ducking down and really was, uh, was playing into it. He looked like Cousin It for about ten seconds. Yeah. <laughs> 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 it on his face, and... Um, uh, then we uh, we got into the pet names, and um, of course, Sweetie Pumpkin, Honey Muffin, and then <laughs> I don't think I it's... could I couldn't understand the third He's, one. The third one was Sugar Waffle. Yeah, what? <laughs> I heard Sugar Waffle. It was Sugar Waffle, yeah. definitely. <laughs> and um... okay, <laughs> you must it have heard was... our conversation about the horse and buggy waffles. That's right. He absolutely did. I was Come thinking on, that. Come on, Al. You're welcome. I was thinking that. Um, <laughs> he, um, so that's how many references has that been to us uh, <laughs> in, during this concert so far? Uh, what, do you, what do you guys think? Um, 27? Oh, there you go. That was 27? I, wow. I think that he's, he's, yeah, he's got like a tap onto our, uh, onto our phones, like you I, guys said. So yeah. he's just like listening to everything we say that's and it's like that's a good idea i'm gonna steal that (laughs) well i I mentioned on the last podcast that for one more minute uh that al sort of he he uh moves the microphone stand off the side and he and he holds the uh, microphone in his hand and he doesn't generally do that well he also does that for albuquerque i noticed that Hmm. as well so I, i i wonder if that's because in the past when he's performed albuquerque he tends to be walking all over the stage it's probably more comfortable for him to, you know, to hold it, to hold yeah. the, the microphone. Yeah, I was thinking about your comment last night when Al did that, and um, yet another thing Al uh, <laughs> heard us talk about. Um, now, something really uh, incredible happened. Something that I've never witnessed before, <laughs> and something that really blew my mind. <laughs> I'm this sure was, it blew everyone's mind. Th- yeah, th- this was amazing. Of course, you know, we get to the part of the song where Al forgets the lyrics, and, you know... And he says, this is really embarrassing, but we have to start over. Yeah. And then he gets up, he walks off the stage, and just leaves, and... Bermuda. Bermuda starts hitting the drums set and like they're playing fun zone. <laughs> like seriously, they started over. Like generally we have to start over turns into we have to start Albuquerque over. They start Albuquerque over, gets a great laugh. They started the entire concert over. Yes, fun so zone. they're playing fun zone. I'm and, like, all right, like, when is Al going to come Al's back gonna, out? Right, that's funny. The joke's great. Al's going to come out. He's going to say, oh, no, okay, I remember the lyrics now and stop them. But no, we got a full version of fun full zone. Full version of fun zone. We got to yell along hey, you know, 20 times. 16. Uh, 16. 16, thank you. <laughs> and then um, Al came out. Al came out. He goes, hello, Lancaster. He sits right down. Exactly what he said at the beginning. At the start of the <laughs> sits down and... They start playing First World Problems. Yeah, and Al is singing it. They're doing it, and uh, 
Uh, <laughs> and like it's going on long enough that I'm like going, wait, they got to the second yeah. chorus in first row problems, yeah. and then Al goes, "Oh, I just remembered yeah. the end of the other song." Yeah, right after, right after, <laughs> right after he said it, you know, I forgot my. Uh, Gardner's name, name, I'll have to I'll ask him later. later. That's when they stopped it. So it was pretty far in the song. Really far like, in the song. I was like, how long? It's like, it's funny. And then it was like, wait, are they really going to do this? And it was funny. And I was like, I think they're really going to. It was oh one of those gosh, jokes that were just really kept getting funnier and funnier and funnier and funnier and funnier. It just went on and it was hysterical <laughs> and totally unexpected. It was incredible. <laughs> and then he's, you know, they come back and they started Albuquerque all over again. Or no, he actually picked up Albuquerque. Picked up where he left I'm sorry. Yeah, he picked yeah. up Albuquerque where uh, he left off. Yep. And, yeah. Uh, <laughs> a lot of people, like in my row, they were very confused. <laughs> they, they like this woman was sitting next to me with her um, her young child, um, and they kind of both looked at each other when Fun Zone read like when they Fun Zone again. And they were like. Okay, I guess this is happening. And then when the, they went into first world problems, they were like, "What's going on?" <laughs> like, no, it was incredible. It was amazing. That was the right reaction. What was going on? That was... I don't think anyone knew. What was I think, going yeah, I was looking on. around and trying to figure out people's reactions, and they were all just sitting there with confused looks on their. Face. I just was like was sitting like, there I giggling. Like, I didn't know if it was like like a gag, like somebody was gonna come out or like join them on stage, and it was like no. <laughs> It's so ridiculous. Yeah, as soon as I saw Al walk off stage, I'm like, wait, is he really just going to come back out? I thought he was going to walk off stage and then come back on and do Albuquerque Albuquerque or something. But no. (laughs) It was more amazing than that. Al did it again. Well, and so this this sort of begs the the question. Uh, I know you you mentioned this to me, Dave, but um, does that count as a separate (laughs) song or is Fun Zone and... Um, the first half of First World Problems, was that all contained within Albuquerque? What do you... I don't know. <laughs> I mean, I'll tell you how I tweeted it out. I tweeted it out as separate songs. Okay, okay. I, I tweeted out Albuquerque, then I tweeted out Fun Zone, then I tweeted <laughs> out First World Problems, then I tweeted out Albuquerque again. <laughs> so I haven't looked at my Twitter I can't replies. wait to see what the people on Twitter are saying. I'd like to see how Twitter blew up, because <laughs> somebody must have thought I was uh, going crazy. But no, I tweet out things as they happen. That's amazing. Well, so, um, you know, Al can t- finish the song. And um, I noticed that when, you know, Al does the A, A, B, B, U, U. Um, when they got to the Kirky part before he did it, he like, you know, he kind of hesitates. And then he turned and he and Steve looked at each other. And they sort of just like shrugged, and then they turned around at the same time and went Kirky. <laughs> and um, and then I'm sure you guys also noticed we got a um, another callback to my drum solo at the end of yeah, Albuquerque. Yeah, I picked that up. Uh, yes, no, I, it took me a second. I like heard it, and I was like, <laughs> Bermuda played uh, yes. that yeah. same drum part, drum solo part. He I, didn't say my drum solo, but he definitely played the drum I solo. I saw part. Al kind of like. Glance back at Bruno when he did that. He, was he like, must have like, been messing with Al. Like, <laughs> it was very, it was, that was awesome. incredible, incredible experience. Just, I, yeah. Uh, it, it, yeah. It's, um, it's just being there for something like that to happen. I don't know if 
this is going to become a regular thing or not, but... That was up there on hearing Dave and Ethan's 2000-inch Weird Al podcast. Not as cool as hearing Dave and Ethan's. Not as cool, but it was up there as something really special special. and exciting. Yeah, it was one of those you had to be there moments. Like, you have to be there when Lisa Bopiel sings on Mr. Bopiel. You just had to be there. It's probably not going to happen again. I don't know if this is going to happen again. But but this was one of those moments you just had to be there. Oh, yeah. And I'm so glad we were. (laughs) The best version of Albuquerque ever. Um, so the the show ends and and the uh, you know they're they're still on stage uh, waiting for the encore and uh, Steve just laid right down right on uh, Ruben's uh, riser and then um, Bermuda was kind of wiping down the uh, the uh, drum shield as he does and uh, I saw him at one point he picked up and he was kind of looking at the bongo and then he shook his head and put it back down yeah. so he did not um, end up getting his hand stuck in the bongo again tonight. <laughs> and then there's just one point where everyone was sitting. Al, Ruben, Steve, Bermuda, and Jim were all just sitting down. And then uh, they decided to come back and uh, do some more show. Yes. And So, uh, so uh, <laughs> my pen ran out at this point, so I have no, no, more, no more comments for the rest of the time. <laughs> he can't remember anything. <laughs> um, well, Al said uh, he was going to take a request from the audience and he had oh. uh, people shout out what they wanted to hear. I shout. I know what I shouted out. What did you shout out, Dave? I shouted out, they're coming to take me away. Ha ha. <laughs> oh. Ooh. So that's a good request. I requested Dave and Ethan's 2000-inch Weird Al podcast theme song. Also a good request. Um, did you guys uh, participate? I knew he couldn't hear me. I was in the balcony. So, so you just... <laughs> um, I did not. Uh, my phone was too busy being blown up still by the whole airline Amy fiasco. <laughs> um, wow. Yeah. Well, uh, unfortunately, neither of our requests were taken. I would have loved to have heard, have heard I felt um, like the that was, to take me away. Yeah, ha, I felt ha, like that was a missed request. If he knew that uh, Jerry that was That would have been audience. cool. I mean, yeah. I, you know, that isn't one that has been in rotation at all, but um, that would have been awesome. I feel like Al's probably familiar with that song. I'm sure. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure the audience would have been familiar with it. Um, actually, in my band, Ethan Christian, The Eligible Spatulars, um, I've talked to Christian about, like, I think we should cover that song. Oh. I think it'd be really fun Ooh, yeah, to sing that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So maybe Ooh. we'll do that. Um, you should. Yeah, I would I'll, love I'll to. I'll co-sign that one. I'll okay. do it. Yeah, I'll co-sign <laughs> it. I'm not even part of the band, but I'll. I'll... <laughs> put, me on as, put me and Dave on as uh, producers. That's right. <laughs> for our live performances? Yeah, for your live yes. performance okay. when you license it. <clears throat> put it on Spotify. <laughs> okay. Well, um, Al goes, oh, a bunch of Sex Pistol fans in Amish country. <laughs> <laughs> and then, um, is the song called God Save the Queen? Yes. yes. And uh, Al sang it in an English accent. Yeah. yeah. Did he? He did. Yeah, he yeah, did. <laughs> God Save the Queen. I, f- I felt like he's done this before. Maybe yeah, that show we were at. Has he? I don't know. I've heard it before. I feel- oh, maybe I heard it on the, the Stitcher. Well, Jack uh, said he, he did it in uh, San Francisco. Oh, Jack, yeah, well, yeah. Yeah, oh, okay. True. Okay, so it was... He's done it on this tour before, but he's also done it on the previous Yeah, tour. I believe, yeah, I believe he has. And maybe I heard it on Stitcher. I think I heard it on Stitcher. I don't, I don't think I was there for it. Yeah, I don't, I don't recall. Um, but, um... But yeah, so, yeah, God Save the Queen, and, uh... There was a line in that song where it goes, there's no future for you... And again, Al pointed right at me. Wow. It wasn't a random point. Uh, you know, he must have pointed right at me. That it was intentional. I, I have to assume. 
<laughs> of course. Um, so then after uh, their cover, Al, um, at 9.55, I wrote down 9.55, and Dave didn't have a pen that was working, so uh, my time is correct. <laughs> Al <laughs> said, show's over, legally, uh, and he, you know, asked uh, who was here the previous night, and he said, well, uh, you can stay, um, but you're going to, you know, sit through the same song again, and, you know, everywhere it was advertised, it would be, t- you know, would not repeat a song, so for you folks, this, the show is over, mm. and... Um, we're gonna um, now. Here's that song, and that was the unplugged medley. Indeed. And uh, at the end of so uh, unplugged medley um, uh, goes unplugged through medley. start start yeah go ahead. starts with Amish Paradise goes to smells like Nirvana white and nerdy word crimes and then Yoda and Yoda chant and um, Amish Paradise Amish Paradise in Lancaster Pennsylvania come on it got great cheers yes oh, yeah. it did of course it did. Um, Even that, though it wasn't the album version, it was a different version. And I'm still talking about Amish version. Paradise. It's still, it's still the lyrics, easily recognizable as soon as it started by the. Uh, and at the end, where he goes, uh, there's like a part where he's like Amish. And he went like he really extended the the shishishes that, and we got a pretty exciting surprise after word crimes. We did. What's yes. After word crimes. After word crimes, uh, when Yoda started, we got those incredible from other tours. Uh, the oh. stars <laughs> curtain. Yeah, I didn't write it down. I don't know. I don't I didn't write anything at this point. I wasn't there. I tuned out. I didn't have to take notes anymore. I, <laughs> I stopped paying attention at this. Well, point. you can describe it now that you know. Yeah. So uh, yeah. So on previous tours, um, the, especially the one that he ended with the, the two uh, Star Wars. Uh, songs. Uh, there were li- there was lighting. There was these green lights that were like pinpoint lights in the background of the. the I think they're attached to the fabric. Yeah, that's yeah, my understanding. Yeah, and and they, and they looked really awesome. And they came on during Yoda, and of course they're green for Yoda. You know. Uh, yeah, and they're and, you know, they're and kind they, of twinkling and twinkling, and they're amazing. And and just the first time I've seen them on this tour. Absolutely, the first time this tour. And Dave, if you remember in the review last night, and we mentioned it a little bit earlier when I was talking about those tiny lights, I said they're bigger, but they remind me of when. Yeah. Al had that curtain. Al totally was listening to us and had them install it for the show tonight. Yes. And there's no other explanation there. <laughs> definitely. He's such a loyal fan of you guys. He is. He, he is. is. We appreciate his it's listenership. Definitely. definitely uh, <laughs> I thought you were going somewhere else, but I, I got the other comment. But yeah. Uh, no, yeah. That was, uh, those lighting was, was amazing to get to see that. That was so yeah. cool. And so, of course, Yoda then brought us to the Yoda chant. Yoda chant. And uh, this is interesting. I don't know how many people know this. Right after the ziggy, zaggy, ziggy, zaggy, oi, oi, oi. Right, right after that German drinking song, uh, the, the ziggy, zaggy, ziggy, zay, oi, oi, oi. There is a song, there is a, the lyrics in go, ring, ding, ding, rum, bum, bum, ricky, ticky, daba, daba, dum, bum, bum, ring, 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 ding, ding. Rum bum bum, ricky ticky daba daba dum bum bum, and that is the lyrics to a Napoleon fourteen song called "Marching Off to Bedlam." How awesome! So, 
And that wasn't special trade. That is part of the Yoda that chant. Is, that, that is that is in every single Yoda chant, and it's been there since geez, uh, a long time. I mean, that's at least that's one pool, of the, at least a pool hat tour. Uh, uh, very incredible that we just earlier that day had dinner with the guy who wrote, you know, something. That lyrics, those lyrics. Yeah, that part of the Yoda chant and marching off to bed. He was sitting right behind, sitting us. behind us, and so I, he was sitting um, directly behind Jackie, and so I could turn my head right after I knew it was coming after the uh, Zicky Zacky Zicky Zacky. Oi, oi, oi! So I turned my head, I looked at Jerry, and once he recognized what was happening, you kind of saw him like, like really to it, oh. and he turned to his wife Bobby, and he started patting her knee, like like oh my gosh, I recognize what's <laughs> happening, and it was amazing. And then uh, after the. After the concert, I turned around and I said to Jerry, well, you got a nice shout out with uh, Marching Off the Bedlam. He goes, how did you know that? (laughs) (laughs) That's awesome. Let me just uh, put this out there. Napoleon the Fourteenth, Jerry, what a guy! Oh yeah, <laughs> Jerry Samuels, what a guy! Indeed, that was an amazing moment. I mean, I, I of course I knew this was in the the you know, the uh, Yoda chant, and I was waiting the whole show just for this moment. Just yeah, to, and I was like, and Jerry's in the audience. I didn't think he'd be sitting behind me, right? <laughs> <laughs> so I didn't think I'd get to see his reaction to it. Uh, but I'm so glad you turned. I don't think the way I was sitting, I could have easily Jerry. turned. Yeah, so I'm no. glad you did. I yeah, I was like I was like I have to see if I can see Jerry's reaction. I have to see, and it was so cool to see him recognize it and make the connection. That oh my gosh, I wrote those lyrics. I performed that song. Yeah, and it's and then did point and him sitting there with his wife and being able to turn to Bobby and just like sharing that moment and me getting to witness it was pretty cool. So cool. That's a that's a Dave's non-song moment of the night. Jerry's reaction. Yeah, I don't think we have a song for that. Um, no, but uh, <laughs> so I have the the uh, the uh, illegal end time of the show. Oh, actually, I wanted to say after um, after the Yoda chant when they went back into Yoda, the uh, the lights came back on. The um, the the starlights, the oh yeah 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 the uh, I don't know how that's the Yoda the the the, the little pinpoint lights yeah the, the green pinpoint lights that were yeah, yeah, yeah. That we just talked about in a Yoda they came back they came back so they did turn off for the Yoda champ I was wondering if they would stay on for no, Yoda champ but they, they did not turned off and they came back yes that was cool um, so then uh, the illegal end time ten oh five illegal end time and he said. Uh, um, Thank you and love you. Good night. And uh, what an awesome show. That was. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So That's many. All I have to say about so <laughs> many incredible moments in that show. Yeah. So many things that are just so exciting. And um, I guess the, the next thing we have to do is uh, we do have to talk about some after show uh, antics. But, um, Dave, now that we've heard. All of the songs, and Alexis, now that you've heard all the songs, yes. I think it's time to reveal the song of the night. Do I say my... No, you say yours yeah. first, and then okay. I show my well, pick. Well, let's let our special guest go first. Do um, I have to pick... Alexis's... Dave's pick of the night. <laughs> um, you know, I'm going to I'm gonna have to go... Uh, so It was a hard decision. There were a lot of really, really good songs tonight, um, and I... 
I'm not making this choice lightly. Um, I'm gonna have to go with Airline Amy on this one. Ooh. What? What? Airline? What? You like? You want to hear that song? What? Yeah, I know. I know. I know. Unheard of. That's a shocker. I know. That's surprising. Sorry. Wow. I hope. I'll... Now I don't have a prediction for you, Amy. But do you want to share what your? Um, do you have a pick of the night? A song that your favorite well, song? Am I allowed to copy someone else's? Uh... You can, but, you but as, long, as long as you're going to say one, we have to play a song. Uh, we'll have Frank play Do you know what it. it is? You know what your song of the night is? Yeah. Um, okay. Favorite, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's Amy's <laughs> Frank of the Night. <laughs> All right, Amy. Uh, <laughs> my, mine is also Airline Amy. Oh, wow. What are the odds? Breaking news. I think that's a first on, on a... Centimeter episode for a, a, du- a dual uh, yeah. night. Yeah. We don't. We, we normally only have one pick all. of the night. So. A, lot, a lot of firsts tonight here on episode 32 centimeter. <laughs> all right. Well, Dave. Well, can I tell you what, what, what my pick of the night isn't? Ooh. It's not. Unfortunately, unfortunately, it is not Airline Amy, though I did enjoy it. I did enjoy it, and I I do now realize that that I'm within striking distance uh, of being hit by both Alexis and Amy. So uh, I'm treading very carefully. Uh, But, uh, no, I mean, I guess since we've established that, uh, that, um, that, come on, this is so obvious. Albuquerque absolutely was incredible. Just the way that it that that it was they stopped and he started the entire concert over. <laughs> and played the entirety played of Fun Zone. The entirety Zone. of Fun Zone and the first couple verses of First World Problems within Albuquerque timeline. I don't know how that all works, but it, it, yes, of course. <laughs> Albuquerque. Right. Well, it's Ethan's prediction of Dave's pick of the night. And didn't you also predict uh, Alexis's? <laughs> and Alexis's! <laughs> there you go. Uh, okay, so before we um, started recording, I wrote down my prediction for both Alexis and Dave. Um, for Alexis, my guess was... Airline oh, Amy. Airline oh, wow. Amy. <laughs> wow. And Scary. for Dave's pick of the night, I guessed... Fun... Uh, no. <laughs> I wrote Albuquerque or you are wrong. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Oh, uh, I, I would have uh, yeah. replaced you with a tarantula, Dave, <laughs> if you did not pick Albuquerque. <laughs> this, this had to be one of your easiest choices. Definitely. <laughs> I've given you... I mean, I've, 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 there's been a couple easy ones. I, couple, I've gotten co- some tough ones, but this one... Yeah. Yeah, the last couple ones have been tough. I'll tell you that, <laughs> but this one was a no-brain. This one, this, was, yeah. Uh, this one. If you didn't get this one right, I would have replaced you with a tarantula. <laughs> we would have both. There <laughs> have been two tarantulas most uh, of this podcast. No, I think uh, me and Amy would just would have taken over. That's right. Okay, that's <laughs> true. Would have been uh, Alexis and Amy's uh, two thousand inch Weird Al podcast. <laughs> it's a nice ring to it. I like it. Um, Want a job? Okay. 
I'm in. You're hired. Thank you. Amy, you're okay being the second name? Um, it's, well, it's, for now. I'm oh, that's right. Oh. 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 All right, okay. Well, I guess I guess if it's, if it's going to be more uh, in tune with Dave being one syllable and uh, Ethan being two syllables, then Amy's two syllables and Alexis is three syllables. So it would kind of go in. It would probably Should be Amy, Amy be... and Alexis's 2000 Inch Weird Al podcast. So sorry, Alexis, you've That's been fine. demoted. Yeah, but That's, then Alexis I, I was, ends was... with the S noise. So it's like Alexis's. Oh. It's kind of complicated. So I think Alexis I'm should go first. I'm used to coming in uh, second... Coming in last because I was the second born out of a set of twins, so it's okay. I'm used to being, I'm used to being left out and forgotten. It's fine. Wow. Yikes! I, I know how it feels because my name comes second, you know. In uh, Dave and Ethan's this podcast, podcast just took a really weird turn. <laughs> Dave, we didn't mention this, but can we talk about your awesome shirt you wore today? No. Okay. <laughs> yes, you can talk about my awesome shirt. Uh, Dave, you're wearing a beautiful, beautiful, I'm so jealous of this awesome shirt. It's a yellow shirt. It's identical to the one in the Amish Paradise music video. It says, I, a big red heart, the Amish. It's incredible. <laughs> I wear this shirt every time I come to Lancaster. Did anyone to. comment on it? No. Boo. Except for me. I mean, I, I definitely uh, talked to you about how much I loved it. But last night you wore an official Weird Al shirt and you got someone taking a picture of it. And no, tonight you're wearing, you created this shirt. I didn't create this shirt. Oh. I, I found it online. Oh, okay. Uh. <laughs> All right. I'll, I'll take but away created, some of that credit. I, I, can, <laughs> I created the, the wardrobe that I'm wearing because not only am I wearing, if you look at the, so this is a reference, obviously, to the Amish Paradise music video. Um, in there, there's, the, there's a gentleman wearing a, Wearing the shirt as Ethan described, the yellow shirt. He's also wearing a blue um, and white, uh, like plaid. Plaid, yeah. Che che checkerboard plaid type of shirt, and uh, this is the closest shirt I had to that. So, uh, I think you passed it. <laughs> uh oh, so uh, no, I was, I was looking for a, a screenshot. Oh, a screenshot. Yeah, I don't. Um, I don't know. If I trust one. you, Dave. I don't remember what else the guy was wearing, but I think he was wearing a hat that was backwards as well. But okay. I generally don't wear hats, so I didn't want to steal the one off of your head. Okay, so understood. But, but I, this is my this is my Amish Paradise one of my Amish Paradise cosplay. You've, outfits. Yeah, you've plenty uh, of uh, Amish Paradise cosplay outfits. So, so this is this is one that I like to bring out because it's very easy. Um, it's very easy, and it's. I thought it was recognizable, but I don't know. I don't really get a lot of comments on it, except from you. <laughs> well, I love it. But it's a nice. It's a nice. As a kid, very I very subtle. Uh, I wanted to design cosplay. one. I like. I've always wanted an I Heart the Amish shirt. So, oh. um, it, yeah, I, I'm gonna have to get one. I can hook you up. Okay. I can tell you what website to Google. I have no idea. Probably just Google. <laughs> okay. It. Have Frank Google it. For Frank you. will Google it. Frank um, will figure it out for you. Well, so as soon as the concert ended. Um, uh, well, obviously, we we already mentioned you talked to Jerry, and, and but uh, I went to the front of the uh, audience because I wanted to find someone with an, a um, a set list because I was really curious how Albuquerque was written. If it said, <laughs> you know, if there are any notes next to it about um, yeah, the, stop the song and we yeah. start the concert. <laughs> so um, I found a guy uh, who had it, and I, I took a picture of it. This is before I saw that Alexis had one, and so I took a, I was like, hey, can I take a photo? Yeah, sure. And then as soon as um, he left, this woman came over to me. And she's like, hey, um, can my uh, child take a picture with you? And I I was 
confused. Or like, can I take a picture? And I, I, was, I like was starting to say like, oh, that wasn't my set list. That was you know someone else. Right. And they, they clarified. Um, uh, Bobby is a huge fan of your podcast. I was like, what? <laughs> like you recognized me? That's so cool. I, I was not awesome. expecting that. Um, so it was really awesome to meet Bobby. Yeah. Uh, they were saying that uh, their number one podcast. We are their on number Spotify. one podcast. That's so cool. I was so thrilled. Uh, Bobby got hooked up with stickers and wooden nickels. Oh yeah. Uh, we it's took some pictures to, to meet Bobby. And then um, and Bobby was wearing this amazing, amazing Hawaiian shirt. I have to comment on it. It is. It, it's uh, like balloon animals. Like balloon. Oh, that's awesome. Balloon animals. Oh yeah. Course. And it was. And I got to feel it. And it's a nice, a nice material. It's <laughs> awesome. It was so cool. It was really awesome to meet Bobby it. and yeah. uh, Bobby's mom and. Um, we're just kind of chatting with them. I mean, it's it's always fun to to meet listeners that oh, we're not yeah. aware of, um, who we don't know personally. We're the, we're the number one podcast, right? How yeah, cool. I mean that's incredible. That's an honor. Thank you. It's just not even listen. my number one podcast. <laughs> 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 um, but we uh, uh, as we're talking, and so I, I leaned on Bobby. I was like, "You see that guy over there? That's Jerry Samuels. That's Napoleon the Fourteenth." And I was like. You know, he is so kind. He's so nice. If you went over, I guarantee uh, he'd take a photo with you. So oh. I don't know if they ended oh, up. I don't know. I think getting, we ended up getting kicked out. So I don't know if they ended up going over there. Yeah, I'm not sure if they did, but I um, at least we gave the heads up yeah. uh, to a, a young fan, and, and uh, I was so thrilled. So oh, it's such, such a cool moment. So yeah. if I if I had a non um, a non-song pick of the night. It would have been meeting Bobby. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, Bobby, keep in touch. Give us a spatula call. Um, oh, yeah. Let us know how you like the show. Yeah, we'd love to, to hear your uh, your full rundown. Uh, we're thrilled to meet you. Um, I might change my answer. Okay. <laughs> What's your answer? Oh, the non-moment. I don't know. Meeting Bobby or meeting... Getting to... to oh, the, I forgot you already had your answer. Uh, well, um... So I, I had mentioned um, that I think on the last centimeter that I was uh, meant to meet up with Emo, uh, the show last night. And then Emo was like, oh, sorry, let's do it tomorrow night. So um, so I went over to where Emo told me to meet him uh, outside by the bus. And um, I got there and Emo was not there. But Steve J was. <laughs> Steve was hanging out, sitting on the steps. So I had a really lovely conversation with Steve. Uh, talked about how great the show was, how great the venue was, and um, I said, Steve, that that whole thing with Albuquerque was absolutely insane and incredible. Like that was the greatest thing. And uh, Steve said, like, uh, oh yeah, we did that for you. I was like, yeah, th- yeah, thanks. You know, thanks for doing it for us fans. He's like, no, specifically, um, we did that for you, Ethan. I was like. Okay, Steve. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> like, very funny. He's like, I'm not joking around. He said, uh, before the before the show, Al said, um, "We're doing this tonight because we know that you know Ethan's in the audience." He's, he mentioned a few names. He said your name by like in particular. Wow. Like that's why we're doing it. Like they've been planning this and rehearsing this, and they're like, "We're gonna do it at a show that you know Ethan's at." and uh, I assume, you know, he also meant Ethan and Dave, because we tend to go to a lot of shows together. Um, and uh, so I had to take him at his word. He's like, even wow. as Bermuda, like, that's what Al said. So I was like, 
Okay, I, I wasn't. I thought Steve was messing with me, but uh, he he was getting mad that I wasn't believing him. So, well, I mean, in in, in your defense, I mean, Steve did think he saw Dave Grohl in the audience and think. <laughs> well, I I take Steve at his word. I, I think uh, you know maybe his eyesight for catching uh, <laughs> Grohl in the audience may be uh, faulty, but uh, his hearing is great. That's pretty. That's. That's, that, that's so that was pretty, pretty sinking majestic. majestic. <laughs> that's awesome. That's awesome. Um, I mean, whether whether that was done because Ethan and myself were in the audience, or that was just done because that was hysterically funny, and it was an incredible moment. It was I had you had to be there moment. It it worked. It was incredibly funny. I found it. <laughs> it was of course it was Dave's pick of the night, but it was yeah, it's just it, a highlight. It was of this a highlight so of the far. tour, and yeah. it was something I'm going to talk about. You know, on the same vein of you know, oh my gosh, Weird Al played my our podcast theme song. Yeah. You know? Oh my gosh, I got to see Lisa Popeil perform Mr. Popeil. You know, right? It's up there. It's, it's up yeah. there. It's, oh, yeah, it's going to be a memory that's that's going to. It's going to be something that other people are going to. I mean, assuming it's not done every single show from now on, but if this was a one-time thing, this is something people are going to yeah. definitely be talking about. Yeah. I wish I was there, and I'm so right. glad that we were. Yeah. And um, you had to be. Assuming moment, Steve's yeah. telling the truth, and he's, that, that's even he's not a great actor pulling my leg and pulling my chain. That makes it even uh, more special. I, yeah. Uh, Al doing that for us dave i gotta say it al what a, what guy. a guy that's pretty stinking <laughs> majestic. Pretty stinking majestic. you can't get a higher honor than a what a guy uh so thank you al and thank you to the band for pulling off yeah. such a cool thing well so at that point i got a message from, from well e. let me well, t- let me t- tell you because uh yesterday remember we we mentioned on the last podcast how we were allowed to hang out forever in the uh in the lobby and they never bothered kicking us out well someone must have gotten trouble in the staff because <laughs> we were thrown out of that theater so quickly today <laughs> record time like constantly people just gotta get out gotta get out and we ended up um you were off already but uh yeah i ran to the the you know to use the restroom and there's a line it's a weird out concert so of course there's a line for the men's room uh a line for the men's room, you know, I, I, I come out and like everyone's like, get like, oh, there you are, we're getting thrown out type of thing. So <laughs> we ended, they got thrown out and uh, we were hanging out in front of the outside, right in front of, we were allowed to hang out on the steps of the American music there. So we're hanging out there and yeah, all of a sudden, oh, as I'm, as uh, we're heading out, uh, yeah, surprise, I had no idea that, that he was going to be here, but our amazing sponsor, sponsor of Hamsters, the Hamster Alert. On the Dave and Ethan's 2000s Weird Al podcast, Jack Bateman at wow. the show. The Jack Bateman. It was so cool. Well, I was um, uh, I was off, you know, in uh, talking to Steve, and uh, so I got a, a message from Emo saying, um, uh, "I'll meet you at 10:37." So I was, <laughs> that was uh, over 10 minutes from when I received that. So I was like, "Oh!" I looked down at my phone. I saw that Dave, you texted me and said. Jack Bateman is here, and I got very excited, so I, I ran. ran all the way full back. Full speed. Full speed. I got Fast to the group, could. and I, I announced to the crowd, I was told Jack Bateman was here, and he was. He was. And uh, I was so happy to get to see Jack yeah, again. Cool. And uh chat And I, I, you had some more time with him than I did, Dave. Did he? Does he uh, approve of our hamster ads? <laughs> I didn't ask him. You didn't ask him. Ah, <laughs> I assume he did. I assume he does. You didn't punch us in the face or something. He's a, um, 
No. No, he's, he's amazing. He was, he was asking me, he was wishing me happy birthday because uh, he, he hadn't had the opportunity to do that yet. Uh, you know, he, he wanted to know all about our visit to the Twine Ball, told him all about that. He wanted to know about the shows, the caverns in, in Pelham. He wanted to know all about our adventures and stuff. So it was great to... <clears throat> To, to, I was just telling him, it's like he like knew all the right questions to ask because like everything he asked was like that was an awesome moment. <laughs> so yeah, I you know I don't we don't throw this around uh, very often, but it it, it is absolutely uh, appropriate. Uh, Jack Bateman, what a guy! Uh, <laughs> yeah. he's such a great he's guy, fun. and and uh, we we. Uh, and- Appreciate the spot. Appreciate the support of the podcast. Yes, I was so glad I got to uh, to see him for a little bit, but I did have to then run back because uh, it was approaching ten thirty seven, uh, my designated time to to meet with Emo, and um, I got there a few minutes early, and I was very disappointed because Emo met me at ten thirty five, so he was two mm-hmm. minutes early, and I, I, I just I, I didn't know what well, to do. Well, sometimes Emo goes on a, like a minute or two early. Oh, that's true. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, so uh, it was it was really nice. I had a, a wonderful time chatting with Emo, and um, just yeah. it was it was a lot of fun. We talked cool. comedy, talked about Good. jokes, you know, tell him about the podcast a little bit, and um, uh, it was it was really great. I had a, a really wonderful time talking to Emo. Yeah, I so, mean, it was a small group of us outside, and it was, it was pretty much everybody we we met all day outside. I mean, slowly people had to leave. I mean, people. Had to get back to their homes, and Mike had to leave. Adrian, Nan, had to leave. Bob, and Salmira came out, and they had uh, they got their um, you know their VIP experience with Weird Al. Um, and uh, yeah, so I guess I missed all that. I was because Emo specifically said last night that he would give me five minutes. I think I had I don't know more like twenty minutes with Emo, but yeah. we had a really nice conversation, and it was uh, it was really cool. We're talking about some jokes and. Um, it was fun. It was really, really cool. He's such a sweet, awesome guy, and and uh, he was talking about how uh, uh, how Steve is such a super fan of his. He's like Steve has told me multiple times that I'm his number one favorite comedian, and um, I told Emo about how at the Mankato show. Um, while Steve was tuning his guitar before the show, came over to me and was like, "Did you hear Emo's great new joke?" And uh, <laughs> so yeah. it was Emo. I didn't know that, so he was like, "Oh, that's so great!" He was really happy to hear that. Uh, and he's, I, I, I just asked Emo. I was like, "You know what? You know, how do you feel about this tour? Like, how is it going for you?" And he said, "When I say it on stage, I'm telling the truth. This is paradise for me. He's yeah. just oh, absolutely awesome. loving it. Tell. Tell. I love that. He's, he's, yeah. He, you can tell. This is just so awesome for him. And that's cool. I was like, "Are you working on any other projects?" He's like, "I'm. My full attention is on this tour and and just putting on the best shows possible." Awesome. And He's just killing it, and I—it's paradise seeing emo. It really yes, is, and, and, it is. I, and after tonight, I've seen emo twenty-nine times in a pretty short amount of time, and I'm not bored. I no. mean, right. I'm seeing a lot of the same jokes because I mean, uh, that's, that's what how happens. Works. That's how comedy works, <laughs> yeah. you know. And it's just—it's so good, and it's so funny, and um, he's changing it up and working on things, and it's just—it's so interesting and fun. So. Uh, it was great, and uh, I can't wait to see Emo eleven more times. No, <laughs> yeah, that's cool. Yeah, so I had a couple things I had to give to to Adrian. So we did a little shuffling of cars around and uh, convinced uh, Amy to join us for the podcast, which is cool. And uh, thank you, by the way. Thank yeah. you for everybody. Oh, of course, you're you're always welcome. 
Uh, and uh, we told you it was going to be like two and a half hours, and it is. Yeah. <laughs> we told you. We warned you. That's, Jackie said that's why I don't do these anymore. Yeah. Good thing I'm a night person. She's the only yeah. one. She's the only one get out of us getting a. She might be driving home tomorrow. She's the only one of us getting a full night's sleep. <laughs> that's right. Uh, but uh, yeah, so uh, yeah, I'm working tomorrow. <laughs> Almost three. You might as well stay up. Get some breakfast this time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no. Yeah. So. Uh, so yeah. I. Oh, we had a. So, Amy, Amy. We gave Amy the where we were recording the podcast, and and she left to to come here. And then all of a sudden, I'm like getting ready to leave, and Ethan's. Like, we had to do a, a drive by the bus one last time. And I'm like, <laughs> I, I somehow forgot all about this. Yeah. And I'm like, <laughs> like, but we just told Amy to meet us. Like, we don't have time to do this, you know, and. Uh, and so, no, no, it'll be quick. And we drove past the bus, and we, we literally drove past the bus, and I'm like, okay, what was that all about? We didn't then, see anyone. <laughs> then you're like, no, 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 I got to go back. Go back, go back. Go back. And then we had a little, I guess we missed, I, maybe I missed him the first time where he wasn't out, but we had a little conversation with Ruben Valtiera. Yes. And, uh, oh, actually, I, I meant to mention this. Um, at the end of the show, after um, the Unplugged Medley, uh, Steve waved to me from the stage, and then right next to Steve was Ruben, who was pointing at me and shaking his finger at me. Really? <laughs> and uh, Ruben confirmed that that was because he did not hear any El Maestros tonight. Oh, wow. And he was upset, and uh, I reminded him that... Uh, <laughs> People who yell El Maestros are on the same level as Nazis? According to Al, and I... <laughs> I was like, Ruben, I heard a rumor that <laughs> Al did that for, for Dave and I, and uh, I'm sorry, but that's more important for me, for hearing not that kind Dave of stuff. Dave and I, Dave does not yell out my show. <laughs> right, but in the past, before we learned how Al felt about it, I, I was uh, uh, an Al Maestroer. And, uh, <laughs> You're a recovering El Maestro. I am. I'm a, a recovering El Maestro-aholic. <laughs> and um, so there was this whole thing where um, Ruben had the Ruben's Secret Club on his website, yeah. and it cost $12 for the year. And we signed up for it. Well, of course. after about a month of that, Ruben decided to make it free. So he sent an email. I don't know if you got one, Dave, but I got an email from Ruben saying... Um, I'm gonna, you know, here's a, uh, I'm gonna give you a refund for yeah. the twelve bucks, and he said, uh, do you want me to, you know, uh, PayPal it to you or whatever, or do you want me to just hand it to you in person? So it's like, obviously, I want you to hand me the money in person. That's way funnier, <laughs> right. of course. <laughs> so, um, so uh, Ruben, um, while he didn't actually give me any money, I actually handed him. Uh, Twelve one dollar bills between Dave and I. We put those together and handed it to him. And then he really wanted to take a photo of me greedily taking the money from him. And he said he's going to blow up the internet with this photo of me. So uh, stay tuned. Let's see what happens with uh, Ruben's uh, picture of me uh, taking money back. All right. And, and uh, while we were out there from a distance, we did get to say hello to Bermuda. Yep. And yes. uh, Steve J. That's right. So we got to wait. I got, and, oh, I, I should have said, when we were driving around the parking lot doing our first lap uh, <laughs> around the buses, uh, Jim Kimo West was just randomly walking through the parking lot. So <laughs> and, 
Yeah, when I was back with uh, with emo, I did get to say hi to oh, okay. emo. So I got to say hi to everyone in the band and emo tonight, which was I didn't get to say hi to emo, but I, I did get to almost hit him with the car. <laughs> but <laughs> I, I did not get good. to say hi to Al. But I got to yeah, everyone Al, who Al was on before. Um, you know, Al came out and performed. Uh, this would have been a funnier joke if I was prepared. <laughs> Before Al came out and sang First World Problems, I, I got to say the hi to everyone. First or second time. The first time. Um, so it was it was wonderful. And then we came here and we recorded this, and now it's now. And um, Frank's looking something up, though. Oh, yeah, uh, because uh, I, I should mention that this is this is my last Weird Al concert ever. No, that's not true. <laughs> this is my last Weird Al concert for a long, long time. Uh, the next time I will be seeing, and this is kind of sad, the next time we'll be seeing Weird Al in concert is not until October 6th. October. What? October oh, wow. 6th in what? Memphis, Tennessee. I will be at that show. Uh, so I'm going to have, so there's going to be a big break. But Ethan, I, you are going to do a whole bunch of Ethan only shows. Uh, Yes, I will be at a, a handful, and not a whole bunch. Well, not I, a whole bunch. I wish it was a whole bunch. Uh, there's a handful of them. Um, I'm going to be not until, I believe it's what, September... September 13th. 13th. The first one that I, I'm aware of. Yes. Riverside, so. California, and you're out there actually for a couple, because you'll be going September 15th in Paso Robles, and September 16th in yeah. Temecula. Temecula. Yeah, so and River, Riverside is, uh, I don't know, that's like an hour or so outside of L.A. Paso Robles, Robles. is, uh, that's very close to um, San Luis Obispo. Oh, cool. So I'm hoping to stay at the uh, Madonna Inn uh, oh, while I'm out sweet. there. I'm, I'm trying to, I'm, I'm probably, I'm going to all these shows with UH Jeff Good. and maybe a few others and... Um, I, I I really want to go to and stay at the Madonna Inn. It just seems so cool. So, yep. So Riverside, Paso Robles, Temecula, Thousand Oaks, and then um, after that, um, Memphis and Washington are Dave only's. Yeah. And then um, then uh, TBD. I think we yeah, may, I, may yeah, we're, we're... figure out the rest of the tour. Um, I just wanted to let people know that there would be a a break until at least mid September with these. Uh... Give time for the cheapskates to catch up on these. <laughs> Maybe. Maybe. <laughs> Although we are uh, looking at possibly doing something out related in September. Well, we'll see. So and that's TBD. But um, be, that won't be a ridiculously self-indulgent thing. So people who are ridiculously self-indulgent uh, listeners listeners only will have. Oh, yeah. Bobby, our, uh, our fan, told me that... Um, there were no surprises tonight. <laughs> they knew what to expect. Oh, because of our because of our episodes. Sweet. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, obviously there were a couple surprises. You know, they didn't know to expect that. Yeah, that nobody nobody was expecting Albuquerque the way it transpired. All right, so we'll really want to thank uh, Amy and Alexis for staying up way past their bedtimes <laughs> and joining us. Any closing thoughts? What your your anything? Um, anything? I just want to thank all my airline Amy supporters who have been w- along with me on this journey, this uh, this tour with me. Um, <laughs> I appreciate all the love and support. Thank Aww. you. Are you going to go to the rest of the shows now? Uh, yes, because I spent a lot of money. <laughs> um, Very fair. All I've got is uh, good night and good luck. 
That was Dave and Ethan's 2,000-inch Weird Al podcast, ridiculously self-indulgent bonus episode 32 centimeters. Oh, Ethan, there's one more thing I want to make sure we talk about. All right. Well, I just I really wanted to thank you. Um, who did I want to thank? I, we need to start this over. I'm sorry. I, I, I'm really embarrassed. We got to start this over. This is Dave, and I'm here with Ethan and special guests Amy Carter and Alexis Adams, and together we are Dave and Ethan's 2000-inch Weird Al podcast, ridiculously self-indulgent bonus episode 32 centimeter. On this spoilerific bonus episode, we review the August 7th show in Lancaster, Pennsylvania at the American Music Theater from Weird Al's 2022, the unfortunate return of the ridiculously self-indulgent, ill-advised vanity tour. It's Dave and Ethan's 2,000-inch Weird Al Podcast. It's a podcast about Weird Al. It's Dave and Ethan's 2,000-inch Weird Al Podcast. Seriously, the whole podcast is about Weird Al. Dave and Ethan's 2,000-inch Weird Al Podcast. You don't have to listen, but we're glad you are. Dave and Ethan's 2,000-inch Weird Al Podcast.